Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. Attend Villanova University's graduate open house on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the open house and they'll waive your application fee. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. All right, gang, it's the 20th of October. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Howard Barton Unruh, who killed 13 people as he walked the streets of Camden in a uh, psychotic 1949 shooting spree uh, that was the nation's worst mass murder at the time, died Monday. He was 88 years old. I saw this in the paper, uh, not growing up in this area. I was not aware of that story. Is this no. longtime Philadelphia lore? I didn't know about it either. I didn't know about Never it either. The nation's it. most... Uh, at the time. At the time, it was, it was 1949. In the 40s, right? yeah. 1949, and and went on a killing spree, killed 13 people. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I, I and I did hear the story yesterday, and it, and I I never and I'm 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 kind of uh, interested in the in the the mindset of someone who does something like sure, this. Sure, sure. It is fa- it's horrifying and fascinating, but I don't ever recall this story. The guy just basically walked. He didn't through. have a good PR department. He walked. <laughs> oh he walked God. through the streets. I'm, like, where, where? I'm not in any of the books. <laughs> Gunning people down. Huh? Uh, yeah, and he he knew some some he didn't know. Wow. Uh, yeah, Camden County Prosecutor Warren Falk uh, said Unruh died at 3:35 p.m. in the Trenton Nursing Facility after uh, an extended illness. Uh, he had been confined to the state psychiatric hospital since the killings, which became known as the Walk of Death. Huh. Uh, diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic, he confessed to the killings and was judged mentally uh, competent, but never tried uh, for the September 6, 1949 massacre. It's uh, odd that he was judged mentally competent they didn't put yeah. him on trial, huh. because that, you go through that whole process to determine that, right? and yet they put him in, in a, in a uh, mental facility. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. You're right. Yeah. Uh, then a 28-year-old honorably discharged World War II combat veteran and a pharmacy student. He planned the killings for more than a year. Uh, he kept a meticulous journal and his of, uh, on his intended victims. He killed five men, five women, and three children. Uh, some he knew uh, and intentionally targeted. Others were simply strangers he encountered on the street that morning. Damn. Yeah. Um, he was also depressed, apparently, about his homosexual liaisons in a Philadelphia movie theater, they said. Um, and he was... He, they. He said that his neighbors, he thought his neighbors were ridiculing him behind his back. He was just crazy. He was nuts, yeah. Yeah. Um, he faced 13 counts of willful and malicious slayings and malice of uh, a forethought, yeah, and three counts of atrocious assault and battery. Uh, he was eventually pronounced insane and put in a unit for the criminally insane at Trenton Psychiatric Hospital. But he died at the age of 88 yesterday. Hang on a second here. I have a caller on the line. Let me go to uh, Sean. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, you actually, you took care of this guy? Yeah, I worked at a hospital. Um, I was a direct care aide. You know, and I can't give you guys too much information just because, you know, the privacy laws. And sure, whatnot. sure, yeah. I can basically talk about what, what's out there. But, I mean, uh, when I when I started working there, they said, you know, so-and-so lives here. And I was like, no, you know. And I, uh, I, went on, I got put on his unit one day and... Um, I said to the one staff member, I'm like, you know, where's he at? And, you know, he's like points over in the guy's general direction. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Looking at the guy with the crazy hair, you know, talking to the wall. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 not him. The other guy. And he's in a, he's very well kept in a bathrobe, reading the newspaper. You know, the most polite man you'd ever want to meet. You would have never guessed it. Sean's wild. Had you heard of him before they, they told you about him? I had never heard of it. It's just, you know, when I was doing my orientation, they were like, you know, oh, by the way, the, uh, Oldest living mass murderer lives, lives here. I was like, oh, no way. Wow. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you, you Shut up. <laughs> so, Sean, in talking to him, I mean, did he see, he seemed normal? 
I mean, for the most part, I mean, I, I can't say that I talk to him, like, you know, regularly because right. there were so many people that, it, you know, it just he kind of blended in, actually. But, what do you say to him? You kill anybody today? <laughs> uh, I, I, well, that's, that's weird. Wow. But they in the, in the specials that I've seen about guys like this and the reading I've done, it, it's just a switch a switch clicks at yeah. some point, and yeah. then they go. Well, that's exactly what happened. I mean, he um, he was in the war, and that's what happened. He woke up in the morning. Um, his mother made him breakfast. He put on his, his good suit. He grabbed his German Luger from, from his bedroom. He yep. walked her to walk down the street, blowing people away. I think the youngest person he killed was, I think, a two-year-old. Oh, the window good Lord. And caught a stray bullet. Wow. It's like the guy who shot up that San Ysidro McDonald's. He, he yeah. one morning, his wife, you know, she comes back from shopping. He's walking out of the house. Where are you going, honey? I'm going to go hunt humans. Wow. Yes. That's yeah, messed I mean, up. It, it was just one of those things. It just the switch flipped, and he started killing people. Wow! All right, Sean. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate no, not it. Not a problem. Nice right. guys. Talk to you there. I still love that. Uh, by the way, he was the uh, you know one of the yeah. oldest mass murderers. Get, Get out! out. Oh, really? Get out! Hey! Shut up! Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he oh, died. This guy, 88 awesome. years old, uh, died in this uh, psychiatric hospital in Trenton. Uh, well. A Fort Washington volunteer firefighter is under arrest on sexual assault charges for alleged relationship uh, with an underage girl. 27-year-old Nathaniel Wood and the girl were living in a private missionary community when the incidents occurred, apparently. Uh, the girl was 15 at the time, a court mm. affidavit says. And you already said Wood and missionary. <clears throat> uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the girl reported the incidents uh, to police on September 3rd with no mention uh, made of the reason for the delay in contacting police. Uh, right. Wood has been charged with two felony counts of statutory sexual assault, two felony counts of aggravated indecent assault of someone under 16, four misdemeanor counts of indecent assault with the person under 16, and four misdemeanor counts of corruption of minors. Is, was, it, is it really so hard for guys to figure this out? You know, just... Yeah. You know, to, to know that w w what's appropriate, what's legal, and what's not, yeah. it's just insane. He was released after posting bail set at 10% of $10,000. Uh, in August, Wood, as a member of the Fort Washington Fire Company, was hailed a hero after saving a man from a near drowning during a mm. storm. Hmm. Police have arrested a man they say attacked an officer with a short sword. 36-year-old George Rogers tried to stab Officer uh, Dan Lanny early Sunday morning. Rogers is charged with attempted murder, aggravated assault, terroristic threats, and other charges. <laughs> Michael Chitwit, sorry, the, the picture of him just popped up. Yeah, oh, he's a winner. Uh, yeah. yeah, clearly doesn't realize that gun beat sword. Uh, Michael Chitwood of the Upper Darby Police Department says officers were responding to a call from a man who said he had a crossbow and would burn down his house when they found Rogers barricaded in a bedroom. Uh, Rogers tried to stab the officer with a 13-inch sword, but the officer was protected uh, by a Kevlar shield. Another officer subdued Rogers with a stun gun. Authorities say crossbows and other rep weapons were found in the room. Uh, Rogers is being held on $75,000 bail. Looks like he had a blowgun, too. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. yeah looks, looks like, like it. Geez. Maybe. All right, we have some wonderful news in sports yeah! this morning. Yeah! I'm in an extreme state of arousal. They would stick my dick in. The Phillies won game four of the NLCS in dramatic fashion last night, beating the Dodgers five to four. Line drive right center field, base hit, one run scores. Ruiz around third, they're going to wave him. Here's the throw to the plate. It's not in time, and the Phillies win it in the ninth. Jimmy they did it! Yeah, they did, man. Jimmy Rollins.
Marlins hit a clutch two-out double to right center field to score two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to give the Phillies a 3-1 lead in the best-of-seven series. The Dodgers had a 4-3 lead in the ninth, but L.A. closer Jonathan Broxton walked Matt Stairs and hit Carlos Ruiz with a pitch before Rollins' heroics. Earlier in the night, Ryan Howard hit a two-run homer in the first inning to give the Phillies a 2-0 lead. Game 5 is tomorrow night, and Cole Hamels will get the start for the Phillies as they try to wrap up the series to move on to the World Series. In the ALCS, the Angels came back to beat the Yankees, winning Game 3, 5-4 in the bottom of the 11th inning. The Yankees lead the series two games to one with Game 4 set for 8 o'clock tonight. CC Sabathia will start for New York, and Scott Kazmier will pitch for the Angels. Last night in Monday Night Football, Eddie Royal became the first player in Denver Broncos history to return a kickoff and a punt for touchdowns in the same game, leading the undefeated Denver to a 34-23 win over the San Diego Chargers. And the Phillies are still the World Series champs. Yeah. That's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And by the way, tomorrow morning, friends, our, uh, our buddies at Bud Light have given us more tickets. <gasps> and we will give you tickets to game number five tomorrow that game? morning. That is absolutely awesome. correct. So, <laughs> oh my God. Get yourself ready and we will keep it as wide and as open to everybody like we did yesterday uh, to give everybody a fair shot at winning some tickets. So, listen up. No goofy one person meet us here in this location. While we'd love to do something like that, while we'd love to tattoo something on someone's face, it yes. would be awesome. But uh, the truth of the matter is we want everyone to get a crack at this. Yep, and that's exactly what we'll do. So that will be tomorrow morning. So get yourself set for that. However, this very morning, I'm going to give away tickets for ACDC and also one of their box sets that actually doubles as an amplifier. It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We took a look at it, and uh, there's, a, there's a great package of uh, you know DVDs and, and uh, books and stuff like that. Right. So... Uh, some point this morning, we'll have your opportunity to win that. And we've got a, a ton of other things that are on the list. Uh, tickets to uh, Queensryche and Lita Ford, which, by the way, they're stopping by on Thursday. Queensryche's going to be performing in our studio. That's right. It'll be pretty damn awesome. And uh, a bunch of other, you know, Dave & Buster gift cards and uh, stuff for Nifty 50s and, and a bunch of other things that we'll get to later on. Guest-wise today on the show, uh, Bam Margera. Really? Is, yes. <laughs> That's just what we say every day. It's he's, like, it's like good morning. No, he's, yeah. he's stopping. Bam Margera. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming by. Bam Margera. Yeah. It's like vagina. Yeah, yeah. vagina. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, Bam's going to be stopping by because last time we saw him, he said he has some uh, stories for us. So we'll see uh, what he has to say. And also, uh, Ed Bassmaster is going to come by today. Uh, he's going to help us give some things away this morning. I think we're going to do Mumbles Music. Mumbles Music. Uh, is, he, is that what we're doing? <laughs> yes. He's aware? Yep. Okay. All right. So we'll see how that goes a little bit later on. And we have listener Joe coming in for a tattoo as we continue Tattoos Day. And we'll see what kind of ink he is going to get. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I do need to remind you that we do have voting enabled for Philly's hottest Halloween hottie. And we encourage you to go take a look and we encourage that you vote for the ladies now so we can get ourselves a winner before the magic of Halloween begins. Yes, we need our, our winner before. It's only appropriate. That is correct. So uh, get to it. A bunch of other things going on, too. The Haunted Horror Rides coming up next week. Uh, we got to send our wake-up call. Julie's going on a date. And oh. Julie, who's here in our studio, that's, I think with that's Mr. No Shirt. scheduled for Thursday <laughs> with Mr. No Shirt. So we'll see uh, how that plays out. Some birthdays today. On the 20th of October, uh, we have Viggo Mortensen celebrating his birthday. Aragorn, Aragorn <laughs> of the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, um, he did a great job. And, and that he did. He just did a fantastic job throughout. And that, I don't know, man, that, that might be the greatest movie trilogy of all time. It, it's, it's just that fun. I mean, Star Wars is awesome as well, but for the consistency. Yeah. 
Man, it's just amazing. And complexity as well. Yeah, it's pretty pretty intense. Uh, do you remember he was also in Crimson Tide? Yeah, played the weapons officer in that. GI Jane. He was the uh, the, oh, the yeah. hard ass. Yep. yep. Uh, Twenty eight days with Sandra Bullock. He played the uh, uh, drug addict. History of that. Violence, which I I love. Oh, yes. Kathy oh, hates. God. Yeah. <laughs> Sandra Bullock and History of Violence. <laughs> Great Dude, movie. History of Violence has uh, really turned into a movie that I love. It's awesome. It was awful. It's fantastic. <laughs> Great movie. Did man. you even see it? Casey? Yeah, I oh, saw it. God, it was awful. You uh, guys just like it because the sex scene on the stairs. No, no. I yes. thought that was the stupidest part of the movie, yeah. actually. Right? Well, that yeah. That's what I mean. There was stuff like that throughout the entire movie. Like I was like, what? I don't no, even know I what mean, that meant. Hey, Maria Bello was hot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was a hot sex scene, but it was just like, no. why are you guys screwing on the stairs? I, I dug it. I, I understood it. Right Here's now. this conflicted character. and In a way, the evil guy within her, or the guy that was this hitman, appealed to her that's yeah. what she liked about him huh. because she could sense his edge i just okay. didn't buy i didn't buy the actors either like they're they were the whole awesome. hitman mob it was a I, huge I critical success right. yeah and um, they said in fact when well, one of the things and said not liked by kathy romano <laughs> right <laughs> and they put that in the ad because they knew people would pack the place yeah. what was the one movie that he was in it was after that where there's just a blatant scene of him just sitting in the oh. shower balls hanging that's and everything. Oh, eastern promises eastern promises that's yeah. a tough movie yeah. yeah and he's good in that as, as the russian mobster very right. violent and yeah they they just fight hardcore naked, naked. in the shower yeah. wow, that's I what I do I didn't see that <laughs> uh, Vigo's 51 today Snoop Dogg oh! has his birthday today that is correct he is uh, 38 years old today the thing about Snoop I always found funny is when he talks his, his S's are yeah, very yeah like this he's got a little <laughs> bit of a lift you know talking about this and you know what? I mean, I know he is a, a legend, and his 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 music is is loved by many. I I really have never seen the big Snoop thing. I don't I don't get the music. I, I, I just, you know what? It, it took me a little while. I was first introduced to Snoop through Dre, and and he was you know featured rapper on Dre's albums, and uh, you know. Back when the, the stuff came out, I thought it was like really groundbreaking, and I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics. Lyrically, all he's talking about is just hanging out, getting high, getting Gin drunk, and, and, and banging chicks. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Like dumb, you know, dumb, stupid lyrics. Yeah. But you know, I tell you what, though, I dug him in uh, in the uh, Starsky and Hutch. Uh, yeah. Oh man, his huggy bear. bear. Yeah, he was awesome. The thing is, though, is I mean, he he was of that kind of gangsta flavor, and he he, he doesn't look that tough to me. No, he, he doesn't. Just, oh. You know what I mean? No, dude, he catch him in his. He's element. a black Fred McMurray. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he is a black Fred McMurray. <laughs> That's what he is. Uh, yeah, Casey. Yes, if he's with his crew and he's yeah. in his neighborhood, and you're out of your element, yes, he'll he'll <laughs> bust a cap in your ass, bro. No, you're right. He I would. know what you're saying, but he's but tall I mean, too, and yeah. I'm short. So, well, that you saw the, the shot of him in the in the um, caddy getup in uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, he's a stick. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, uh, he's pretty cool though. He's 38 years old today. Tom Petty has his uh, birthday today. Tom Petty just uh, defies uh, time. He just he, he appeals to everyone. I, I've been to concerts recently, impressed. I think I, I said it on the show. Like 60, 70 percent of the audience was. In their early twenties, yeah, and knew all the song lyrics. Yeah, people just love Tom Petty. It's just one of those, uh, one of those guys that can yeah. write songs that people love, and and that's all there's to it. He's got a huge body of work, and I tell you what, I did see it was like a three hour, maybe it was four hours long. It was a special on the, the yes. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Great special. It, it was outstanding. You know what I love about it too? During the show when he's performing, he's thanking the audience constantly. He's, oh yeah, he's just as as cool to the audience as can possibly be. And he is fifty nine years old today. 
Uh, John Krasinski, who's yes. from The Office, hey. uh, is 30 years old. I don't watch The Office. He's engaged so to Emily he? Blunt, Preston. Uh, oh. oh, in real life. I like her. Yeah. She's real cute. He plays um, Jim. He was in that uh, George Clooney movie about the early days of football. Leatherheads, I guess it was called. Yeah. Yeah, I did not see Didn't that. too well. Uh, he's 30 years old today. And then the final birthday I saw is William Christopher, who oh, played Father, Father Mulcahy. Mulcahy on MASH. That's right. And is that the only thing he's ever done? I'm going to I've never seen him on anything else, uh, but he is 77 years old today, so... And that's all that's on his uh, list of credits in my particular birthday thing here. So, a happy birthday now, to you. Now, in the movie, Mulcahy. does this song have lyrics? Yes. Yes, yes okay. it does. Suicide is painless. In fact, they're doing it. They, they sing the song as this guy thinks that he's committing suicide. Yep. They give him a pill that he thinks is going to uh, kill himself, but actually it's just a sedative. Right, yeah. And uh, they end up uh, getting him naked and getting him laid. And then it changes <laughs> and his life And then he's happy, around. yeah, afterwards. Oh, good. It's a funny movie, man. It is. And they have a great football scene in it at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he is 77 today, William Christopher. All right, so we'll get this out of the way. In a new interview with Vanity Fair, Kate Gosselin <laughs> reveals that her kids have been acting out. Oh, the little bastards. In the midst of the recent drama surrounding the pending divorce from John. Doesn't this always happen, though, when, they, when the kids send stress in, a, in, a, in the marriage? Sure. They start to act out to get attention? You would think so, right? Uh, according to People.com, the 34-year-old mom of eight says, I'm trying to give them the grace to see if they're acting out of line. I'm trying to look deeper into why that is. I'm 10 years old, but I'll beat your ass. Uh, the kids don't see it, but it's all interconnected. Case, where do the kids... I'm jacked up on my... Where do the kids go to school? Do you know? I'm not sure where they go to school. Is it, do you know if it's a regular school? I mean, is it a public school or are they? I would imagine sort of that if it was a public school, we would have had pictures of them going to it. Something tells me they're probably going to a private school. I don't know. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Kate also with says that, that degree of visibility yeah. that now that uh, they're splitting up their time, the kids uh, miss their splitting up their time. The kids miss their father. She says, I imagine they say the same thing when I'm away as for her own career, though. Kate says that she's very comfortable in front of the camera. Noting it comes to me very easily when I'm doing TV. Hmm. Uh, I laugh that people are like, oh, that must be so hard. But to me, it's very easy. So. Oh, good for you. <laughs> she likes it. Steve, don't you think that at some point, somebody within the TLC camp or one of their own handlers would have said, you guys are way in danger of overexposure at this point? Yeah. You know what, though? I think they view uh, it as any exposure is good exposure. Uh, the one thing that's actually going to kill the show is the legal uh, aspect of John not wanting the kids to be on the show. Right. So if he doesn't sign off on it, they can't do the show. Nope. But a TLC would not like if John went out and and, and blew up, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, a building or something. That that would still be great press for John and A plus uh, John and K plus eight. Yes. So and, and, and I know that's the way they think. So the kids are acting out. That's the latest on Little them. bastards. Yeah. Uh, the parents behind the Balloon Boy scandal apparently have had enough of media attention for now. Really? Uh, yes. Now they figure they've had enough media attention. We're yeah. done. UsMagazine.com reports that they posted a handwritten note on the front door of their Fort Collins, Colorado home on Monday. This is Richard Haney? And uh, Yes. Heaney? On Monday morning. You know, he should get together with Kate. It's Heaney. <laughs> well, explaining, uh, thank you for your support. We are not taking any interviews anymore. We are tired. Thank you. The kiss Heaney. my Heaney. Yeah. You kiss my Heaney. I love, uh, he, he put a, a box out in front of his house for the, for the media, for the press. Hey, if you have any questions, 
questions, just write them down and put them in the box and we'll I answer. Know. Right? But the the one question that I could see in the box, it was just it was the question that was on top, written in giant black Sharpie. Why did you name your son Falcon? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a great question. That's funny. Uh do we we have the audio clips? Do you have those of the uh, Yeah, this, what is this? This is apparently in his quest to become a reality TV star. He commissioned a musician to create theme songs for potential shows. Okay. One is uh, him as the science PSY science detective. All right. And the other one is him as a contractor, like a home improvement show. All right. Here's the, I haven't heard these. This is the science detector or detective song. Here we go. Yeah. It's Wait, that's, that's the Tommy Gunn. Yeah. Sort of sounds like that. Peter Gunn, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the barbecue place. place. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of the barbecue place. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Gunn, yeah. 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 You want to learn the mysteries of how things work? The weather, the planets, the whole universe. Tune into the show. It's really effective. Watch Richard Hay, Science Detective. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, going to this length. This guy just desperately wants to be a TV star. Yeah, desperately wants to be a TV star. And did you hear that he thinks the world's going to end in 2012? So that's why he wanted to make the quick money. Oh, yes. is that it? So that's he can it. spend it. Yeah. In 2011. All right, here's more lyrics. explain everything on Earth. Comets to tornadoes and the secrets of birth. Can give you information from a new perspective. Watch. Richard Haney, science detective. And this this uh, theme song is claiming that he knows everything. Now, that, that he's he uh, he can explain it all. Is he legitimately no. uh, a scientist? No. Does he have a science degree? He's a goddamn Did he take science pot. in school? <laughs> you know what he is? He's a sky watcher. <laughs> he's a sky watcher. Oh, always <laughs> looking up. <laughs> always up looking sky. up at the sky when everything's happening down here. Jerk. Uh... <laughs> I bet you he was a member of the Running Away Club as a kid. <laughs> no, he was not. No. They would not let someone no. like that in there. No. no. Weirdo. Uh, do you want to hear the contractor theme? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cue that up, Case. By this the way. This is in case the science thing didn't take off. He'd be a contractor as well. Oh, wait. By the way, Marissa got me the Peter Gunn theme just to right. compare it. Yeah. It's a lot like the Tommy Gunn theme. Yeah, well, no, it is not. It's nothing like <laughs> that at all. I, I misspoke that. <laughs> it's that Nick song. That's, uh, that's the theme over there, Tommy Gunn's Barbecue. Uh, hang on, where's the other? There it is. There we go. That's the scene. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Nick eating. All right. All right, anyway. I'm going on the cop. This is the... <laughs> this raw is beef. The contractor song. Here we go. Same musician, by yeah, the way? Yeah, same right. musician. It's Bono. If you have a house or home, a factory or a dome. If you need it built or fixed, there's just one man to pick. That's Richard Heaney, contractor. This dude just wants his name and everything, right? That's what he wants. Licensed in the state of California. Plumbing and roofing, electricity too. He'll do it better than anyone for me and for you. So, so he's a licensed contractor in California and a um, self-taught scientist. Yes. 
Renaissance man. It's yeah. Full drywall insulate, two brick siding and paint. That's Richard Heaney, contractor. He's one of these guys who always, I guarantee you that when you got with him, he'd always tell you, oh, I got this going, I got, oh, I'm just on the phone with this, and, you know, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got to go to a meeting on Thursday. Right. And then, you know, they always try to make it sound like it's something that people have come to them with, but it's what they're trying to put out to people. Right, exactly. You encounter those people all the time. And by the way, I got to deal with Comcast, it's uh, 50 bucks a month. And, <laughs> I got to pay. Yeah, I got <laughs> movies that come through a wire into my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal. We were, we're going back and forth on it. And, uh, I want Dude. the terms to be acceptable to me. And, uh, God, I know the exact type you know, you're talking like, about. They, they make everything. Yeah. I got this magazine contacted me yesterday. They want me to get issues delivered to my home. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> or, or somebody who talks about their website sure, and how yeah. much activity there Tons is Tons of activity. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. this thing called Facebook. It's, yeah. You know, it's, uh, my face in a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably don't know about it. Um but anyway, and there's also a, uh, a video of uh, his kids, which you may have seen, which is very weird and stupid. You can't even understand what they're saying in it. Uh, but it's this bizarre rap video. These and kids. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, come on, man. How about let them go to school? Yeah. Yeah, friends, live a life. Live a life. Do have things a, like that. Rather. A sane father. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that's that'd not, be cool. Is that too much is to that ask? too much to ask? Someone who doesn't try to launch them into space? Uh, they could face felony charges, by the way, for staging the helium balloon disappearance, a falcon, and uh, they may also be charged by social falcon. services. Oh, you are just you're just crucifying your kid, naming him Falcon. Do what are know, the other kids' yeah, names? Yeah, do we know the other I two? I don't know, no. Well, uh, well yeah, I want to find that out. Because, yeah. you know, the, the, the Phoenix family, there was River... Leaf. Uh, Leaf. Leaf and... Uh, um, Hi hippie parents. Yeah, and who's the one that actually that lived and had a career? Uh, oh, that's that's Joaquin. Leaf. Joaquin. No, Joaquin is Leaf. Really? Yeah, he was Leaf when he was a kid, and now he's Joaquin. And one of the kids is like Freedom, I think, or something. Welcome! Right? Punch! <laughs> Isn't there a Freedom? Probably. Uh, freedom. Uh, it seemed freedom. like such a good idea when you were using peyote. Yeah, it did. Well, anyway... <laughs> Social services uh, may charge them oh, as well we for conspiracy hey. and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Uh, Rain and Phoenix. Phoenix. There we go. Oh, that's right. The other Phoenix. Like oh, oh, this is a different. This is answer to a different question. And so the other Phoenix is Rain Phoenix. Okay. So there's a rain, a leaf, and a river Phoenix. Okay, I got you. Oh. All right, there you go. Oh. All right, well, anyway, moving on. Uh, there will be, trust me, more on oh, the yeah. balloon boy that we'll get to a little bit later on. Uh, you know what? And let's stay within the crazy people uh, <laughs> zone for a moment here. Uh, a the new, crazy people a zone. A new interview with uh, Radar Online. Um, That's Gary yeah. Burgos magazine, right? No, it's not Radar from Nash. Uh, Radar's website, RadarOnline.com. Anyway, um, Octomom. Yes. Nadia Sulman says, I have a crush on John Gosling. Oh, I think he's hot, she says. Do you know oh, what a ratings God. boom that would be if those two got together? It oh, would be it would be huge. huge. It would be just like her genitals. And it would <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? He he's just the guy to do it too, you know? At this point, you Go know what also it. she's been having a war of words with uh Kate Goslin. Has she? Yeah, and they've been going back and forth. So I I'm, I bet you she floats this out there just oh, to uh, stick in her a bee in her bonnet. Uh when it comes to dating a buffalo on her back. Someone <laughs> discourages Kate Goslin from doing it, saying I don't think any single mother of any amount of kids should start dating. In other news, Sulman's fertility doctor, Dr. My Michael Crazy Ka uh Kamrava 
has been expelled from a national medical from the uh, yeah from a national oh, medical yeah. association Good. because he gave he fertility yeah he allowed that to happen mm-hmm. you know jackass that's ridiculous but anyhow maybe those two should hook up we'll have to see about that uh what is this oh Heaney's kids are besides falcon uh they are bradford and ryo R-Y-O. There you go. Ryo. Oh, you can. Ryo, you can. Oh, you can. Instead of Ryu, it's Ryo. Oh. I guess so. This is so you can, I do can. He's calling his kids. Well, his wife is Asian. Does that have any sort of Asian sort of... I don't know. Ryo. Maybe she's a video game fan. I don't know. I'm not really sure. This is Bubble Bobble. Um, let's see what we got here. What else do we have to go to? Insiders and li- Fogger, my daughter. Listen to this. Insiders tell RadarOnline.com, not the Gary Berghoff magazine. Gary Berghoff magazine. But <laughs> that, listen to this. Lindsay Lohan plans to file a restraining order against her father, oh. Michael Lohan, in the next two days because she fears for her own safety. Hasn't he been talking about how close they are? Yes. They're He's incredibly insane. close. These people are all crazy. Crazy, insane. She totally ruined her career. Listen, I'm not I'm not a fan of of mandatory sterilization, but I think in some cases, you know, when you see the dad's crazy, yeah. when you when 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 the guys talking about naming his son Falcon, yeah. You know, maybe China got it right. Is that China, what you're saying? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know it's horrible. Uh this comes Daddy's gonna kill Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, wait, one more time. Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. Yeah. Uh, this comes only a- no one would have a normal name like Ralph. Uh, this comes after Michael made comments about possibly kidnapping his daughter okay. and discussing her legal situation <laughs> oh. with the judge in her case. He wants to kidnap her because she's like off the deep end with drugs. So right. he wants to kidnap, kidnap her, her, and she's like, yeah. "No, I want to do drugs." His idol, as far as fathers go, is uh, John Phillips. Yeah. Right. Oh, Ugh. God. Gross. Uh, well, anyhow, moving on to lighter stuff. Um, how about this? Uh, friends and family members of The View's Elizabeth Hasselbeck may have gotten a little bit more than they bargained for when she sent a mass email with a photo of her newborn son, Isaiah Timothy, this summer. She told viewers yesterday that she chose the photo because her baby was smiling, but she soon realized, uh, no wonder he's smiling, my nipple is in the picture. <laughs> oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> uh, she added That's awkwardly, funny. my father-in-law, my father-in-law, and my brother-in-law saw it too. So she said, uh, "It's not like they haven't nailed her." I mean, come on, dude, wouldn't you? Uh, let me see. Oh, this is sad news. Uh, a guy named Vic Mizzy, Vic so- Mizzy, songwriter. He composed the themes for the 1960s sitcoms The Adams Family and Green Acres. Died. Oh, really? Dude, I, we, I we love those. Those are those are yeah. classic uh, TV theme songs. I love those songs. Green Acres, I think, is is one of the best TV show theme songs ever written, and it's one of the one of the great TV comedies. It was misunderstood in its time, but it's very funny. <laughs> He wrote it. He was 93 years old. He died on Saturday at his home. Uh, he also uh, wrote songs that were recorded by... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the place to be. Living is the life for me. I love this. Land spreading out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. No, New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling hay. I just adore a penthouse view. Darling, I love you, but give me my cabin. Wait a minute. 
I love it that he drags he it no just matter grabs what. Her. He's like, yeah. you're my wife. Right, Get over on. here, bitch. Yeah. We're moving to the country. <laughs> you can shove Manhattan up your ass. Yeah. Yeah. All right? And then Get down on your knees and service me. <laughs> I'm going to put my beer on your head. <laughs> Wait, what is this? The oh, he did the... Yeah. I didn't know he co-wrote the contractor theme. Have a house or a home in the factory. No, but another classic... He wrote this, yeah, which is one of the all-time great theme songs, period. Uh, but he also did stuff with uh, Dean Martin, Doris Day, Perry Como, and Billie Holiday in the wow. 40s and 50s. His hits included Pretty Kitty Blue Eyes, My Dreams Are Getting Better All the Time, and With a Hey and a High and a Ho, Ho, Ho. Yeah, he also did Love Muffin, Hoochie Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget that? It's recorded by Doris Day. That's beautiful. All right. Well, anyway, Vic. Ah, I'm sorry that he's dead. Yeah, sad news. <laughs> that I just learned of his existence a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a quiet death, right? <laughs> he died quietly at, at home. his home. <laughs> uh, oh, sad news here, Steve. According oh, to PerezHilton.com, Vin Diesel is reportedly pulled out of the next X movie. No! <laughs> Why? I knew that would so they pulled out. out a Triple X movie? <laughs> yeah. What did they do with it? Uh, Diesel was planning... He wasn't in the second one. No, that no. was Ice Cube. That was Ice Cube, yeah. yeah. Diesel was uh, planning to star in the third installment of the franchise called Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Wow. But he bailed after director Rob... They wouldn't give him his own duck? After Rob Cohen decided to leave. <laughs> he just didn't get past the pacifier. Right. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, you know what? That's it. Let's move on to the clips yeah. now. Yeah! Clips, clips. Uh, let me see here. With the pile of the ABC drama flash forward continuing to take twists and turns, the viewers at home uh, aren't the only ones caught up in the intrigue. The show's star, Joseph Fiennes, admitted uh, that he, too, is intrigued by the scripts and is always wondering what will happen next. Here we go. It hooked me from the moment I read the pilot, which was a real page-turner, and it's just gotten better and better. The scripts have just got more and more riveting, and I, I'm hooked. I'm banging on producers' doors, writers' doors, just trying to find out who and what's behind it and what happens to my character. It's weird being in the show, but also being its number one fan at the same time. Shut the f*** I have a number of those episodes backlogged, and I and uh, I people are raving about it, so it's I want to get show. on board. I got to watch it. Flash forward, uh, ABC Thursday, eight p.m., and then I got another clip, Yay! and this one, Jane Lynch, love her from Glee. Yeah, we isn't uh, we had her here, right? Yeah, yeah, she won an honorary award for uh, being a lesbian. Yeah, she's good awesome. way to go. So funny from uh, good carpet munching, forty year old virgin <laughs> yeah. and yeah. best in show and all these great movies. She stars and <laughs> co stars as Sue Sylvester on the new Fox show Glee, as Steve mentioned. And here she talks about one of her friends' love, her friends' wait love thing. One of her it's friends' love heartbeat. of the series. Here we go. I have this friend. He's a 55-year-old kind of tech guy, and his eyes welled up when he was talking about Don't Stop Believing. He just thought it was just amazing, and he's got it, um, uh, you know, he downloaded it from iTunes, and, you know, the people just watch it over and over again. I was hoping you were going to play that. He's got a good voice. <laughs> <laughs> what did she explain it was? Uh, come play soccer? Yeah. 
football. <laughs> it was just a like Spanish uh, to English translation from an eighth grade workbook. <laughs> right. Let's go play soccer on the field. <laughs> right. Right. So she sang it. She's great. All right. So anyway, that's what I got. Uh, entertainment delays for you. Uh, we do have a lot of things going on this morning. Uh, Ed Bassmaster is going to stop yeah. by this morning, and we're going to play some contests with him. That's Bartle Do. Uh, in case you're not familiar, did you catch any of the video that uh, uh, that he put up from the the contest? We no. had him going through the drive-throughs. No, yeah, yeah. It had to, actually I had to do a little searching, Nick. If we can, uh, is it on his site? I, I yeah, I saw it off a, a link on Facebook. Okay, yeah. All right, we'll have to find out about that. And then uh, Bam Margera is going to stop by today. Preston and Steve on ninety WMMR. We were uh, talking earlier in the news uh, this morning that uh, a guy had died that none of us had ever heard of. But apparently at one time was the biggest mass murderer in the country. In the 40s, he was. Yeah, 1949 is when it happened. A guy named Howard, uh, how did you pronounce his last name? Unra? Unra. Unra. Uh, he's 88 years old. And apparently he just uh, one day walked through downtown Camden and mm. started picking people off. And he, he had killed, a Luger, a German Luger. And he killed 13 people. Yeah, in, in uh, one psychotic uh, session, and uh, he was the mass murderer of the country. I'd never heard of him before. No, but apparently that... has been uh, you know in uh, a psychiatric ward all this time, right in the area in Trenton. Yeah, and it's it's because I, I I'm fat. You are as well, Preston, fascinated by the the mindset behind the people who who, who switch like this, uh, yes. mass murderers, serial killers. You remember when that originally that Time Life series came out, mass murderers? Or, yeah, or uh, I'm sorry, serial killers. Serial killers, yeah. I, I was, I never got it. I wanted to because just uh, that whole, they're so crazy. I've got to, we're, we're, we're drawn to it because it, it's so alien to us. Yeah. And it's, it's like what, what chain of events leads someone to, to turn into these people? And a lot of times you find out that it's, it's just, it, it's a guy who you would never suspected. The switch clicks. And they go off. Yeah. Steve, you know which local one always just scared me the most was uh, Jay Smith. who He was the, the principal at uh, Upper Marion High School. Right. They made a movie about Th it. They made a movie about it. And he killed uh, a teacher. And there was this weird love triangle that was going on. And I believe two of her uh, killed the kids were killed as well. And her name was uh, Susan Reiner. And, and they he wrote a book defending himself, saying it was a conspiracy theory maybe two or three years ago. I believe he just recently died in prison as well. Really? But he was he was the principal. She was a teacher. The murders happened in nineteen. He killed and, her and, and the kids? And it was just one of these stories that he was evil personified. And yeah. then he was delusional about how evil he was. It's just that, a, a terrifying, fascinating local story. When did you it hear about chilling. that, though? I mean, because I didn't hear about it until I went to college. And, well, my mom and, was a teacher when I was growing up in, in Great Valley Middle School. So, And my dad, I guess, was fascinated by the story as well. So okay. I knew about it right how, when it happened. How did he go about killing him? Did he shoot her? I don't remember. I, I'll have to look up yeah. some of the details. But, I mean, it was just really very terrifying story. Made for TV movie. It's yeah. either like Echoes in the Dark or Shadows in the Dark or something like that. And uh, yeah, so I went to college with a couple of people who went to uh, um, Upper Marion. Upper Marion, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, and now, you know, ever since then, I, but I've never heard about this. I mean, you know, I, I well, figured it, I would I would have heard about it's it a so big one. once. Yeah. And, you know, but, but we've also become more acutely aware of, of stuff like this, but it is, you think about those people and those, those you know, because I know Growing up, you know, we always had the, there was the, the crazy guy in the neighborhood. Now, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, there's all sorts of urban legend attached to him, but you know, there was nothing ever verified. Yeah, but there was that. always that, that guy who was like, "Oh, stay away! That guy's ready." And 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 to find out that many times it's the guy who's the 
button down job, school principal. The one that you don't know yeah, about. The guy, like, yeah, the, the guy you wouldn't suspect is the guy who's doing all that stuff. Well, you know, yeah. the one that you should have known about is is the, the Sylvia Seacrest. She's the one who shot up the Springfield Mall in the 80s. I remember this. And, uh, you know. I mean, you, you were the first one to introduce me to this because I wasn't from the, you know, not from the area. That was like the big thing. Everybody knew about it. Uh, I didn't, you know, what is at, it? At, I don't know. I never heard Oh, it. you never heard about this? No. It's at the mall, right? Yeah, at the yeah. mall. At the Springfield Which mall? Mall. Springfield, okay. Springfield Mall. She just, uh, you know, went in, just started shooting up the place. What'd she have? Uh, a rifle? I thought it was a rifle. Maybe. I I don't think a machine gun. Rock uh, me a wiki on that. Yeah, rock right? a wiki on that. But um, a guy that we used to work with, Zach, grew up in her neighborhood. Oh, and, and you And he says she would march up and down the street in, like, army fatigues and stuff like that. So, oh, so she was nuts. So that is the person that you're saying, yeah. stay away from that chick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hold on a second. Let me go to uh, Rob has comment on Jay Smith. Hey, Rob, how you doing? How you doing? Good. What's up, man? Yeah, uh, Jay Smith was my father's uh, guidance counselor. He what? got acquitted of that. Jay he, uh, yeah, that, that's why the book got banned. The movies, they he got acquitted. Uh, he he was freed from jail. When did the I when did he, the, he just recently died? When did the acquittal come in? Uh, a couple years ago, uh, like five six years ago. All right, so so the movie and all that stuff and the book came out first, and once he was acquitted, they said. Yeah, they they banned the book that that was uh, made. You know that they made the movie and all. Oh, okay, so, oh, so he yeah. probably did. Okay, so yeah. do, you, do you have information on that? Well, then? yeah, they they found her body, uh, Susan's uh, Reinhardt's body, uh, been beaten black and blue, and uh, they never found her children's bodies. Oh. They never yeah, found the they're, kids. They're in the tar pits in, King, in uh, Valley Forge, and same thing with his his daughter. And his daughter's boyf uh, uh, boyfriend turned up missing too. Jesus! They, they uh, caught him. And he he died and he died he, this man. He just died. He just yeah. died a yeah. man. Okay. Yeah. He was a whack job. He you know the parts of that movie where he was in the school and uh, walk around in his underwear and calling girls in. All that's true. So so but he was and he was acquitted. Yeah, he got uh, for the murders and all because they never proved that it was him. Wow. Well, and there's there's a double jeopardy involved with this as well too. That think uh, you can't try him twice with yeah. yeah. By the way, there are tar pits in uh, Valley, Valley Forge. Forge. Yeah, that's what turned the Revolutionary War around. <laughs> that we were able to direct, into the tar pits. Yeah, direct all the British soldiers to the tar pits. Couldn't they have just yeah. when it, you know when that that terrible freeze came through? Couldn't they have just jumped into the, the tar, tar pits up? Yeah, yeah. and warm up a little bit? <laughs> well, here, here's an interesting fact about not the tar pits, but about <laughs> Jay Smith was that uh, he was on death row. I guess he was convicted, and then his conviction was reversed by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. It asked for uh, a retrial, and then the court ordered dismissal of all charges against uh, charges against a former King of Prussia man based on newly discovered evidence of misconduct by the prosecutors. So he was on death row, and then in 1992, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court reversed that decision. Well, they found him. So they found him guilty. Yeah, they were going to kill him, and then they found an impropriety in the court proceedings that led up to it, right. and then that ended up with him being freed. I guess so. Wow. I don't know if that exactly absolves him of the crime. After six years behind bars, Smith was free. Whoa! All right, hang on. Let me go to Janelle, who has another one. Hey, Janelle, how you doing? Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Janelle. What's going on? Hey, um, I read a book in high school called The Shoemaker. Okay. It's about a local serial killer out of Kensington in the 70s and 80s called Joseph Callinger. That name sounds familiar. I think yeah, I bought he, my shoes from him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Well, uh, he, was, he was tortured when he was a kid. Yeah. And he grew up and he thought there was this little ball that was God and it talked to him. Jesus. And he, and, and he eventually got married, had children, and he involved his kids in his killing. Whoa. Really? 
Yeah. Never heard about that. Was one he either. was he a mass murderer? Did he kill a or number? A serial of... killer. He was a serial killer. Okay. How many? Do you know how many victims there were? I think it was ten or under. But whoa, was... that's wow. that's still a lot. Hell what, yeah. What was the name of the book? The Shoemaker. The Shoemaker. Oh. It was written by the same lady that wrote Sybil. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. which is a great book about the, the the woman with multiple personalities. Wow, that's messed up. Okay, yeah. I, I was not aware. That's another... Se- I wonder how many serial killers over time have been in you this You know, I, I just watched a special over the weekend on him, Preston, and it, it's it's bizarre because it's it's almost a predominantly uh, American phenomenon. It happens mostly in the United States. Right. In, 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 uh, in, in Europe, it does as well, but not as much as here. It's like, I think, 99% of the time, it's Caucasian. But there was one, yeah. the, the worst of in history was a Russian guy, from what I understand, Ch- right? Ch- uh, Chikatilo is Chikatilo? his name. Yes. Yeah. And he, uh, Citizen X, they called him. Yeah. And uh, now the reason he was able to go on killing, and he, he would cut the victim's eyes out yeah. because oh. he believed that, and it was mostly children he was killing, Jeez. because he believed that the, the image, the last image that they saw of him killing yeah. them <gasps> was stored in their eyes. Ooh. So if he removed oh the eyes, it would wow. stop his, his deal. Now, now he, uh, Russia refused to accept, Soviet Russia at that time refused to acknowledge that they had a problem that the West had, right. that serial killers were uh, a potential with their, their government, and wow. so they denied it and allowed these killings to go on for quite a long time. I'm fascinated time. by these stories. The Zodiac Killer is another one that I'm, that I think is just wild. One that they, that, uh, just a couple of years ago that was finally solved was, uh, and, and it's just messed up is the BTK killer out of, yes. out of Kansas. It's just, it's, it's, it's uh, just insane. I mean, I know, I know you, that you guy, keep saying it's insane. Of course it's insane, but it just, it, 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 it totally twists your melon, as they say. What's the, the one, BTK again? Uh, bind, torture, kill. And okay. uh, the, the ones that fascinate me are the ones who contact the media, like the Zodiac Killer, like Jack the Ripper. The ones who delight and, in it. And BTK yeah. would send out these letters saying, oh, you know, I did it again. And he would, you know, marvel. And, and how that's him, by the way. We're looking at a picture, Casey. And he worked at oh. a church, you know, and it, it was just messed up, man. How did how did that one get solved? Uh, he, they, they found some evidence. He, uh, you know, I forgot. I read there's it on a, Wiki not long ago. There's a great... Oh, is a computer. Uh, they, they, somehow or another, they tracked down the computer to the church where he was making correspondence, and, cool. uh, and they were able to, to bust him that way. There's a great series on serial killers and mass murders. I, I, I think it was either his, the History Channel. One of the channels had it. It was just running about a year and a half ago, and, and they, they cover all this, and they cover him as well, Preston. Hang on here. Uh, Karen, let me go to her because uh, Jay Smith was her principal. Hello. Hey, Karen, how you doing? Good. You guys rock. Thank Hello. you. Karen, what's Karen, up? Roll. Karen? Oh, dude. Jay Smith found her! We, we lost back. her. Call back, Karen. She says she has a crazy story about him oh, being her, her principal. Oh. We'll, we'll go back in a second. Let me go to uh, Ken, though. He has one. Hey, Ken, how you doing? Squeaky dicky. Hey! Uh, I love oh, my squeaky toy. What's up, Ken? Uh, you're forgetting two of the greats from the mid-'80s. We had Marty Graham and Gary Heidnick. See, I remember Gary Heidnick. Gary Heidnick, in fact, we had one of the uh, reporters from the uh, from Philadelphia uh, magazine come in, and they'd done a, a piece on it. He was the guy oh, who had the, the torture uh, chamber in his basement. Oh, yeah. He drove around in a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a van that had a Bugs Bunny on the side of it. Yep. And, and he's one, his kids are still in this area. Yeah. Right? They're, yeah. they're grown. They're adults now, but they're somewhere in this area. But wasn't Gary Heidnick sort of like an accidental, uh, like he didn't mean to kill them? No. Uh, no he was he premeditated. Tortured he tortured them. Yeah. Hey. Well, how much of an accident would it be to 
put women in a bathtub and then throw electrical wires in it. Yeah, yeah okay. that's, that's no really, action. Yeah. That's not much of an act. No, no, I mean, I, I, I thought he wanted to torture them, but he didn't mean to kill them. No, he, he after a while. That, is that how no. it worked? Well, whatever, he was torturing and killing them. And so, he, he was so, torturing like and raping them. Yeah. Hey, Ken, who was Marty Graham? Marty Graham was uh, kind of at the same time. Uh, he was killing them and then burying them in his basement. He and did about a dozen or so. Jeez. And where, where was where I was Marty he, Graham? Uh, 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 Ken? Roughly around Broad and Erie. Yeah, he was Kensington area. That's what. I, yeah. yeah. You you remember this, Kathy? Uh, yeah. I I remember hearing about it. I think when we um, actually when we had the guy in from Philadelphia Magazine, you, I, you brought that up. We yeah, we had yeah. talked to him about that too. Okay, Ron. Isn't, was, that, isn't that half top? Let me go to Ron. He was at Greaterford with Jay Smith. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Hello, doctor. <laughs> doctor. Uh, all right, Ron. Were you a uh, were you a convict or did you work at the prison? No, I was a convict. I was there uh, back in ninety ninety one around that time. Yeah. And um, there was two guys. Uh, I, I don't really remember the details that well, but there was two guys that were um, convicted on that. And they convicted both of them with no, they never found anybody. They, they only found like a little bit of sand in the car and stuff like that, like in the trunk of the car. Yeah. But, um, one guy got, I guess it was Smith, got let, let go after like six years. And, yeah. um, the other guy they ended up holding the conviction on. All right. So yeah, that was her fiance, William, William Bradfield. And yeah, he was a teacher. Were, I think they were both teachers or something. Well, he like was that. the principal, and and, and wow. uh, Susan was the teacher, and her fiance yeah, was a teacher. They, 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 does they it? Were well, a couple of strange guys. They they both. I mean, they were smart. They both their cells were like completely filled wall to wall, like floor to ceiling with law books and stuff like that. But they were right on the block with everybody else. Wow. Usually, don't they? Thanks, Ron. Don't they? Segregate those guys. You well, know, when, when you have murderers. No, murderers. like like mass murderers or. I don't know. I don't Pro think they only not. segregate well, the, the people that are, you know, like, potentially will be, you know, be killed or beaten. Manson or... was Manson's always been segregated because yeah, serial killers, yeah. But like Jay Smith isn't necessarily a serial right. killer. He's right. that's true. You know, but Manson never. There was never any physical evidence tying Manson to the to the to the uh, right. to the crimes. Uh, but Vincent Bugliosi, who was the uh, the DA at the time, was able to prosecute hmm. on what was basically circumstantial evidence. Hang on, I'm going to go to this caller because his name is McSween. <laughs> I like that. Hey, McSween. Yo, Gazoops, dude. Yeah, Zeus, buddy, what's up? Hey, listen, man, there's a guy named Charlie Joyner. He went to West Catholic right here in Philly. Yeah? He offed about 13 people at the Kinsley Nursing Home. Was he, oh, the yeah. angel of was he an angel of death, one of those guys? Yeah, man, he's got the record. He's got the most notches here in Philly. <laughs> so he, he, he's smothering people and... So he's, he's, he's one of these guys who thinks that he's going to help, and you hear about this periodically. They work a lot of times in, in retirement homes and stuff like that. Uh, where they think they're going to help people and turn them over to God, yeah, and exactly. and snuff them out. But the thirteen that you speak of, that's the only thirteen that they know about because yeah. it's a uh, nursing home, and and people die all the time in right. nursing homes. Right, there'd be no so. way to accurately find out how much yeah. he had done. Yeah, that's right. Yes. They they couldn't get you know I mean they couldn't get all the bodies and do autopsies and all that so Casey's right he might have had like a lot more than that. I thought Jeez. it was like forty or something. Yeah, well, wait, this was this was recent, right? It was yeah. in the past. Eight years, nine yeah, years. Okay, okay, I remember. Yeah, I remember this. All right, hold on. Uh, Karen is back with her story. Hi, Karen. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's up, Karen? You're in a lousy service area. Oh, oh. Lost call again. back, Karen. We want to hear it from a or, landline or email yeah. or something. Uh, Did you see three line three? No. Hang on a second here. Hang on. All right, let me go to Jill. Hi, Jill. Hey, Bartle. Bartle. What's up, Jill? Uh, two 
stories real quick. The first story about Jay Smith, my mom actually babysat for Susan's kids. Um, and she will absolutely positively not discuss the story. Um, it was absolutely so devastating for that community when it happened. And, you know, when you get older and you hear over time, yeah. you know, different pieces of it. And she will basically tell you the majority of what you hear is not true. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's hard because... You know, when you babysit children and you become some close to them and then something like that happens, it's it, it's almost like wow. it's better for her not to talk about Did it. Did she indicate I mean, anything about, about Jay Smith himself? Obviously, she was encountering him. Um, no. she. Uh, when I tell you that she absolutely will not discuss it, she, right. and my, my older sister and my older brother actually went to school with her kids, and they, they were devastated because when my mom babysat the, babysat the kids, you know, my older sister and my older brother, they would hang out with them, and they absolutely will not talk about it at all. Wow. It's, okay. um, but the other thing I want to tell you, I don't know if you guys heard the story of um, Leon Moser. He was um, one of the first to be put back to death um, in Pennsylvania this a couple years ago. Um, he actually, my, I was very, very good friends with his daughter. Let's see, I'm 34, so this is almost 22 years ago. He had murdered um, his two daughters and his ex-wife at a church in Collegeville. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about no, it. No, not familiar with this when story. Did, when did that this take was, place? So this happened, say, like 22 years ago. Hmm. Um, there was a, a really bad custody case, and it was on um, uh, Palm Sunday. He had gone to church with his ex-wife and two girls, and he was supposed to be taking custody of them that day. And because of the, the bitter battle, he... Oh, um, battles. Yeah. Was a bad, and he, uh, it was bitter, very bitter. And um, they were, you know, the girls were heading back with him to his house. And um, he turned around when they got in the car, got a shotgun and... and um, you know, you know what, as, as, as bizarre as it is to say this, that, that constitutes like a... That's a horrible murder, mm -hmm. a horrible murder. But but crime of passion, you, you crime of passion. Yeah. You compare that to a Gary Heidnick. Yeah, they're, right. they're worlds apart. You guys you know? ever in your lives ever met anybody or or knew anybody you know outside of let's say war that actually killed somebody? Yes, yes. Really? Uh, a guy I used to work with uh, killed somebody. Um, he was it was a, an intruder in his house. And, uh, he, he, That's he, right. he kind of confided in me about this, but, uh, he, the, the guy broke into the house, uh, and, uh, my friend Jay had a gun and he came downstairs and he, you know, scared the guy. Right, know, right, right, right. Uh, surprised him that he was in there. The guy was running out of the house and he shot him and killed him. Wow. Uh, which kind of, he, he, in hindsight is like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Right, right, right. But then again, you've got somebody in your home you who has violated right. your space and your security. And so he, he shot and killed the guy. Did he get charged with he anything? He did not get charged with anything, no. Uh, he had to go through some process yeah. uh, to get cleared of that whole thing. But yeah, he could, I never asked him how he felt about doing that or anything right. along those lines. But I could tell it bothered him, you know, that he did something like that. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's weird. I, I I don't know anybody that's murdered somebody. Murdered I know people that have that have killed people. In but, defense, uh, yeah, and yeah, you know, like an uncle of mine killed someone in the in uh, the boxing ring, but not not really? murdered. You he know, really up and shot him. Yeah. yeah, beat him to death. Yeah, wow. wow. Howling, yeah. Did he quit boxing after that? Yeah, yeah, that did it for him, huh? Yeah, that's amazing. That's messed up. Hang on, Karen's back again. Oh, All right, Karen. Story better be good, Karen. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm hoping for the best this time. All Let's right. try. Go ahead. All right. Well, um, I went to school when uh, J.C. was uh, principal, J.C. Smith. Right. And um, actually, he was also um, picked up for robbing um, the Sears store in St. David. He dressed up like a, um, 
uh, what do you call them? The armored car driver. Okay. And um, went in and stole the money. He was also um, picked up in Gateway Shopping Center, uh, case in the parking lot, with uh, a ski mask on and, and a gun. Wow. It's, and um, So his but, history was a little uh, nefarious to begin with. Oh, he was wacko. He, he was a total whack. Um, but the, he also got involved with that teacher, um, Bradfield, who had an insurance policy on uh, Susan Reiner. Um, she named him as her future husband. So they think that the money was all tied up with that as well. Huh. All right. So and what and was, he, he was your principal, Karen? Yeah, he was. Did you what? ever have any run-ins with yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I did. Actually, um, some of the other teachers. Um, Bradfield was... Um, my English teacher, um, his other girlfriend, not Susan Reiner, but his other girlfriend, was also one of my teachers. But uh, did, yeah, did, did, did the students know about these relationships at the time, or was there, you know, was there uh, inappropriate activity going on within this, the the school? Oh, they definitely knew something was okay. going on. They definitely. Knew so this must have just on. ripped the school apart when all this went down. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and JC really was. He was. He was hanging the halls of the the school. He was sleeping in the auditorium. Um, I mean, he was he was a crazy guy. That's wow. effed up. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Thank he, you, Karen. We appreciate it. He got remarried in 2002, obviously, what? after he got out of prison. But listen to this, what? Casey. His daughter, Stephanie Hunsberger, and her husband were reported missing in 1978 and have never been found. Wow. His daughter? His daughter <sighs> and her <sighs> husband. Psycho. Hey, who was the, the dirty underwear guy? Oh, that's um, Uncle Eddie. <laughs> Uncle Eddie. Yeah. Uh, he never killed anybody. No, no, what was his deal? His was he deal, a molester? He was... Not, I don't even know if he necessarily molested kids, but he dirty would buy underwear. their... No, and just underwear and dirty underwear. Underwear was like apparently twenty five bucks a pair, and dirty <laughs> oh underwear. I've known you told me this story I, when I first got here. Wait, yeah. Was dirty underwear more or it was less? Was fifty bucks? Wow. So, Casey, he was from your area. No, no, oh. he he was Alney, and I know I know a couple of guys that uh, <laughs> when they were their kids underwear? sold their underwear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, if somebody was as a kid years ago, fifty bucks for I'd crap my pants. You, you, you better it believe it for Christ's sake, me? Casey. Did did he work it? Like I'd do it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? I could use fifty bucks. I don't know anything about where he worked. Wasn't or, it an I Goldberg? Wasn't there an I Goldberg connection where like that's where it, he would meet the kids behind I Goldberg, or he worked there and they'd go into the dressing room together? That's a good question. I don't know, but we were just talking about this. You a, know a who few brought weeks it up? Ago. There was the, the the opening act before the It's Always Sunny. <laughs> that's that's right. That's where it was. The, the guy mentioned on stage, and I remembered that name, and I asked you about it. Yeah. And, because and, and, I knew he was the, the perv that bought soiled, skid-marked underwear. Because I was, uh, my my uh, my friend's cousin was sitting next to me, and her boyfriend was like, yeah, I sold my underwear to him, too. <laughs> oh, He's from Albany. Yeah. So, like, I listen, I guess if I was 9, 10 years old, maybe I wouldn't think there was anything weird about that. Or maybe yeah. weird, but, like, hey, 50 bucks beats, you know, Listen, weird. you know, it, it's, it, it's, it beats getting up early to deliver newspapers, but that guy you died. Just, you can sleep in and crap in your pants. He had AIDS and um and, and died at you know. What, I, I what guess age he, was he when he died? You know, fifties, mm, sixties. Yeah, yeah, Uncle 51. Eddie, 51. Eddie Saffitz. Wow, Jeez. Uncle Eddie, and he was an only, only. Yeah, right. Well, he was also arrested for paying thousands of young men for engaging in anal or oral sex. Oh, okay, oh, that's very says on Wiki. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Or giving him dirty underwear and uh, feces. Yeah, and he would keep dirty underwear and feces in uh, pizza boxes in his apartment, it says here. So. <laughs> Can you quickly go to a... That's, that's like effed pizza up. for him. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Where's the cheese? Oh, it's from under cheese. <laughs> Can you go to line eight? Uh, 
Line eight? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on a second here. Let me go to John. Hey, John, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I worked at the mental hospital that Gary Heidnick passed through before he got executed. Oh, really? That man was so creepy. I'm a big guy, and yeah. I'm not easily scared. But when he came through and I looked at him, I said, holy crap. So you could, you could tell, did he have like a Hannibal Lecter-ish quality? He just had a very scary demeanor to him. And, and what about, it says here that Sylvia uh, Seagrass, you... She you, passed through, and I didn't normally work the female unit, but they moved me up there the day she came through. And I was like, okay, so where's this big bad lady that shot up the people at the Springfield Mall? Yeah. And they said she just passed you. She said hello. It was she was like five foot four. Wow. And yeah, she would have thought she was like a little church going lady. It's like that's what shot. Yeah, but Gary Heidnick projected the the kind of um, uh, oh, demeanor you'd expect from a guy like that. Extremely creepy. Wow. There was another guy that passed through there. I can't think of his name. He killed his wife. Cut out the baby. Jeez. And his picture, I believe, was on Life magazine with him running out to the cops with blood all over him. Wow. Really? The night I came into work and he was admitted, he came running down the hallway with a sheet over his head like a ghost going, woo. <laughs> and I really thought about tripping that. <laughs> <laughs> you but I hated all the paperwork I was going to have to do if he hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the Sylvia Secret thing, that was, um, wow. yeah, it was, you know, uh, around this time, it was right around Halloween when that happened. I just remember. They thought it was a prank. Yeah, yeah. When, and I when remember, it first started happening, people thought it was like a mischief night type of a thing. They thought that they were just uh, cap guns in the mall. Mm -hmm. Really? It was, it was a twenty two. I'm just reading up on it now. It was a twenty two rifle that she had. Yeah, I was get. Right. I was buying my Halloween costume when I heard about wow. it. You know, it was with my, it was just like, that was weird. It was like. The f I, I think the first time I ever really heard didn't, about didn't anybody. Didn't the doctor that delivered you? Yeah, Doctor Trout was. Uh, he was a doctor that delivered me at uh, Riddle Hospital. He was. He was shot and killed there. He, yeah. What for, by her? Yeah. No way. Yeah, wow. but you know what? That's the thing. Like everybody, you know, like wants to draw themselves closer right, to. Right. You know, I shopped at that mall ten years before that happened. <laughs> yeah, right. and I've heard so many stories. Like I was there five minutes, and I was getting my hair cut. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the half hour before that happened. Wow. <laughs> well, there are some messed up characters that have been in our area, and the one that we didn't know about. Had, yeah, this uh, guy died. Yeah, this guy uh, Howard Unruh. 88 and apparently killed 13 people in one shooting, in one one round of The shooting. walk of death, they yeah. called it. Yeah. And it, I read through, you know, the whole article about him, and it was just, I mean, like, he had people planned out. I mean, he went to his next-door neighbor because the kid said that uh, he used to play his music loud, and the kid was hiding in his closet, so he killed the kid's parents and grand grandmother. Oh, man. Uh, he killed a six-year-old little boy who was sitting in a, a on a horse at a barber shop, you know, getting his hair cut. What? Walked in, shot the kid in the head. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. my God. I didn't want to hear about that like how long it, did this killing spree last was it like a couple hours or, or uh, I don't minutes think, i don't you know i don't know how long it lasted but he was walking down the street somebody actually was in an apartment a, a few stories up and shot him in the leg as he was going by and he kept going he kept walking kept shooting wow yeah that is messed up the story's in the daily news if you want to check that out um all right well uh thanks for sharing yeah little, uh <laughs> wonderful news this hey philly's won hey yeah! We got that going for us. And tomorrow morning, we'll have your chance to win tickets to the game. Game number five. I believe we'll have two pair. And Jackson may have a pair as well. So we'll get the details on that from our friends at Bud Light. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. That's crazy!
crazy. That's, <laughs> that's Britney Spears. No, that's no. Britney. Our Britney from our calendar. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. So you guys just kept saying Britney. And this is off air, and I'm like, that's what's Britney Spears doing? In a, is that a McDonald's commercial? No, no. it's a car commercial it's a for local. Kia. Oh, of, dear uh, God. I think of Coast, Coatesville and Westchester. That's it's like one of those locally produced, you yeah, know, cheesy car commercials. What's yeah. Britney wearing in it? Uh, it's tight. She looks. She, well, you can't help it with her. She's, oh. it, she looks great, amazingly yeah. beautiful. Okay, well, I've, it, do we have that on our That's website? Crazy. Okay, then I've got to see that. All right, I've got to see that on PrestonandSteve.com in a little while. Uh, we got to welcome our next guest. Last time we were hanging out with him, we heard this. Yeah, live on stage at his club. I love cranking this up in my car as loud as it'll go. The note in uh, Westchester, obviously, is where we're talking about. Our good friend, Mr. Bam Margieri, hey, is here hey, this morning. What What's up, Bam? And he brought his thank you for bringing Missy with you. Because oh, it's yeah. wonderful to see a gorgeous woman like this early in the morning. Thank that, you. That was a phenomenal show, I Dude, must say. it was a blast, And man. That, that whole band stayed at my house. Uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I must say, I have about... Three dune buggies, uh, three motorcycles, and then uh, how many? Four uh, quads, and they were all destroyed by the time they left. <laughs> you said really? you, you said you laid in like uh, like a like a grand worth of booze. Yeah, then I bought a thousand dollars worth right. of booze just like, to make them comfortable. Right, yeah, I'm gonna invite some people over. I'll right, thousand dollars worth of booze. That was gone in like three hours. Whoa. They 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 were so cool, and I, you know what? I hoped, and and we were talking off air. I hope they got the message that um, they got a lot of fans here, and that, yeah. that they they need to come back. Are you working on that? Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, you know they have. They've been having sold-out shows at the Key Club in L.A. for the past five years. And yeah. then before that, it was at the Roxy for maybe three years. Like, they've just been going for it. But they because of contracts, they switched names. It used to be Metal School, and before that, it was Metal Shop. Now, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, now it's Steel Panther. But okay. they used to play, like, cover uh, cover songs, you know, like uh, David Lee Roth, Van Halen, sure, yeah. Def Leppard, Rat, yeah. all that stuff. But, uh but now they do their own songs like oh. Asian Hooker. Oh, dude, Asian Hooker and turn, turn Out the Lights is just, it's about, you know, he's banging an ugly woman and he wants to turn off the lights so he doesn't have to look at her. The songs are so damn funny. They are so ridiculously foul. Yeah, and the thing is, awesome. like, the singer actually looks like like a mixture of Brett Michaels and David Lee Roth. He does. Yeah. I honestly think that... He has better stage presence and a better voice than all those 80s bands and that had, everybody loved. And had he been around at that time, he would have been a superstar. Well, we, time, you know yeah. what I mean? We had Paul yeah. Stanley in here, and he was saying, he, he says, those guys play our songs better than we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's right. Yeah, I, I went to the uh, Donington Festival uh, to intro them uh, last summer, and... Uh, Besides the fact that there's two Donningtons in England, I took a 300 pound, which is like $500 cab ride, to the wrong Donnington. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm like, where am I? Where's the festival? And the cab guy's like, well, I took you to Donnington. I'm like, well, where's the festival? And then I look at a map, and like, this guy straight up took me to Harrisburg, and I'm supposed to be in Allentown. <laughs> so now I gotta take a, 
a 500 pound cab ride, which is now like $800 to get to the new place. I make it in the nick of time, like literally. Oh, oh I was so pissed off. And like, I, I just sit back, I just light up a cigarette. He's like, You can't smoke it here. I'm like, F you, dude. I'll do whatever I want. You can burn in flames. For, for an $800 cab ride, you can, you can set the car on fire. Yeah, right. I think uh, you did do a, a promotional video for Steel Panther for that trip. To, there was this Steel Panther after your mother in the 80s, right? After your mom? Yeah, uh, actually, we I pulled up uh, in the purple Lambo in LA, which you could barely even fit, like, a Red Bull energy drink in there. It's so small. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I packed in Phil driving, my mom in the passenger seat. I'm sitting on Ape's lap and Kat Von D is sitting on my lap with her head out of the sunroof. <laughs> and we pull up <laughs> to the Steel Panther show. I don't even know how Phil could fit in the, the driver's seat. It's, it's tight. Either. It's tight. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think he couldn't fit in the in the actual driver's seat because his belly was hitting the wheel. So he had the, oh, the Ape had to take over and drive. Oh, my God. That is just that's, that's wild. Yeah. Well, it, it, so any any by the way, we all we all love the note. And, and uh, it's it's a it's a great place. Yeah. And, and you're, you're getting a lot of great shows there, uh, but uh, you know the the the, uh, the thing that impresses me so much about it is that you know I told you this off air is that you can have a band playing full volume up front on stage and it's it's rocking it's great and then towards the back you can go back and talk to people if you want to yeah and I, I kind of wish that uh, you know the the whatever the fire department whatever would take a relook at the place yeah. because when it's completely sold out and everybody's matched up to the front to see the band the whole bar is empty it's yeah. empty you yeah know? and, and it i could think easily they hold must, yeah they must have looked at the whole place like picturing tables everywhere but like we move them when it's a sold out show so there's just a whole bunch of empty space and you know right now it fits a little bit less than 500 but i honestly think you could pack in 800 you could do it no problem. Yeah. problem and do do so comfortably yeah. And you wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't be mashed in there. Yeah, it's 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 just a long, it's a great setup. But we have like a a lot of good shows coming up. Uh, uh, Veins of Jenna from Sweden are playing really soon, and this band from uh, Finland called Sixty Nine Eyes who actually think they're vampires <laughs> from Helsinki, Finland. I think yeah. I heard about these guys. Yeah, yeah. CKY has two sold out shows. Actually, one sold out show on Mischief Night, and they actually just added another one. So cool. Uh, so um yeah there's there's a few tickets left for that but did that, you that's just direct a, fun night. Uh, a 69 eyes video yeah i did one uh it's called dead girls are easy and uh <laughs> there's four hot vampire girls and missy plays the main one and, really uh, it actually became uh number two at mtv nordic so they wanted to do another one in san francisco so i actually just got back from that and i was directing it and also starring in it and in the video i had to uh French kissed this girl who looks like Angelina Jolie like five times, so Missy completely refuses to ever watch it. <laughs> <laughs> is this the same video that you're in, Missy? No, this is, no, this this is, is a different this video. The, uh, I, I want to see the, the one with Missy. One. If we can find it, put it sure. up on the site. Yeah, yeah, it's called Dead Girls Are Easy. Was uh, being a vampire fun? By the 69 Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah. she had like eye contacts in and... Uh, and, uh, you know, all the girls are like, so what do you want us to wear? I want you to wear basically nothing at all, and it, it needs to be all black. <laughs> Whatever you do wear has to be black. How much video work are you doing? You're doing you do a lot, right? Well, well, we have, uh, Ryan Dunn and I have, and a few other people have a new show with Spike TV coming out, eight episodes, and it's, at the moment, it's called BAM's World Domination, which we go to, like, all over Europe, like, mostly Eastern Europe, and do all those, like, crazy events like oil wrestling and the tough man competition and oh, you know, wow. just kind of be jackasses about it but um you're yeah. very you're very comfortable in that part of the world cuz you spend a lot of time there right i um, mean you, you know that area well yeah I, i've 
you know, we've been there a bunch of times all over there, but I, I've never been to uh, Istanbul or Turkey, and that's mostly I know for a fact we're going there. Okay, but um, well, what is some of the what is some of the weird crap you've done for, over there? Well, they have a uh, Spike has just a, like a massive list uh, okay. in Europe about all the crazy events that are going on. So we, we kind of just have to have a meeting about it and pick and choose what we want to do. That's pretty wild. I hadn't seen Dunn in a while, and I, we saw him at the uh, the Steel Panther show, and then I saw yeah. him again last uh, Monday. Yeah, had no idea that he was racing cars too. Oh yeah, yeah, he actually won some big uh, thing in. West it was like Virginia a twelve hour race that yeah. uh, there's like team members, so like him and two other guys. Drove in this race and they won it. He said the the last two laps he was crying because he knew he was going to win. And he's like he was just so overcome that he was actually sobbing while driving. That's pretty cool. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so back to the sixty nine eyes video. It kind of worked out to my benefit because the fact that Missy won't watch the video, there like a little bit of jealousy came upon, and uh, so we just started going at it in the Hummer. And I had to finagle these new angles and stuff, and I pulled a bunch of muscles. So I, yeah, from. from I'm going at it for two hours in the Hummer. <laughs> wow. And now there's, a, there's a kid from Make-A-Wish Foundation coming at 11 o'clock that I'm supposed to go skate for in my barn, and I cannot do it. <laughs> you pulled the muscle. I pulled too Doing many muscles. Oh my God. We heard about another encounter you were telling us. You were, you were, you were, uh, you were doing the deed, and you, uh, you accidentally dialed Lindsay Lowen. That, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was another time. I, I, I seriously look at my phone, and I'm like, what? Oh, I called somebody. Oh, I called Lindsay Lohan for 20 minutes. <laughs> it was like 20 minutes and 58 seconds. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, out of all the people, why right, would yeah. I pocket dial her? Like, <laughs> and that's why you guys were getting it on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did she ever call you back or anything? Or did she know that it was you? Uh, well, I just... She'd uh, have to have I, I, just, I just read an article of her hitting rock bottom in Paris, and I looked at the date of when she was there, so I think it was around that time. <laughs> it was, oh, it was you that caused it. So, so hopefully hopefully her phone didn't work out there. She probably doesn't even remember. Did you? Have you That's have what you I'm hung, banking on. Yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. yeah. Have you hung with her at, at any great um, length? I mean, because every day where there's a story about her, we, we almost hate to hear, but it's a train wreck happening every day what what is it with her what's going on with her well uh we're we're both staying at um at the sunset marquee right um for like three or four days straight and she was like pretty much my neighbor so and she would always leave the door open for some reason and uh dude there was so much clothes and just shoes and just stuff everywhere like i could not even see the floor really in, in her room She's just in a slob it's like a, a complete like slob stuff everywhere like i I looked at I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I can't even see the floor. What is going wow. on? Like I think she was in the middle of moving or something in New York, but like it was a disaster. It looks like a bomb went off in there. Is is she is she down uh, like low? I mean, like, you know, at a Steve O level a while ago or, or? Uh, when I when I was hanging out with her, she didn't seem bad at all, but um but I mean who who knows? Who knows now? now well, yeah. She was showing me these like she was all happy about this new clothing line that she had, <laughs> which uh, yeah. and, and I was reading in the rock bottom thing that they, <laughs> they said that all the clothes were like uh, generic and outdated and eighties and yeah. garbage, and oh. like she, and then know. they said just to ease the pain, she just got clobbered in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> she did. They just ripped her apart. Oh man. Oh, well, speaking of Steve O, how was he? 
Uh, he's he's been good. I, yeah. I actually bumped into him when I was see because Benji Madden is in the new Sixty Nine Eyes video. He sings the hook on it, so I had to go to Los Angeles and film him on a green screen. And I happened to film it at Jackass because uh, I didn't have to pay like rent on a location. Right, so right. He met me there, and Steve O popped in, and uh, yeah, he, he was, he's he's over two years sober now. And, that's uh, amazing. He's like, and he's a vegan now, right? Like. Like, I, yeah, it's just it's just weird seeing him like that <laughs> yeah. because I'm like, so what are you doing today? Usually it's like, oh, I'm going to the bar, I'm partying, you know? It's yeah. Just, oh, I'm going hiking with a slut tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go hiking in the woods with a slut. I'm like, all right. <laughs> cool. He's like doing productive stuff. I got it, but it happened to be with a slut. <laughs> Hiking in the woods with a, a slut. slut. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go have a, a mixed salad with a slut. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Having that's a Waldorf awesome. salad with a whore. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you have a you have a, an MTV book that's coming out. Yeah, it actually comes out uh, November fourteenth, and it's called Serious as Dog Dirt. And it's uh, <laughs> serious as dog dirt. It was supposed to be called serious as uh, dog crap with, with a cuss word in it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know, they figured if I could figure out a different word to make it, then we could sell it at a lot more places. So uh, <laughs> they're, they're probably right. But it's basically like a, a book of uh, everything I've been doing in the past 10 years. And everything's like really well documented. Like, you know, if you take a look at a calendar, it'll say every single thing I did that day with like photos and stories. You wow. Know, like, you know, if I take Novak to Virginia Beach for an element skate demo, like, and he's supposed to skate at it. Instead, he shows up three bottles of red wine deep, and then uh, I push him in the pool with a cell phone in it, and he gets all mad at me that he rips off all of his clothes, and so now he's naked on the Virginia Beach boardwalk, just screaming, like, and everybody just stops dead, and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and everybody just stops dead, hundreds of people just looking at the angry, drunk, naked guy kicking, like, trash cans and stuff. And he was, like, naked for, like, more than 10 minutes on the boardwalk. You, you have pictures of this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm like, and he won't listen to anybody. I'm trying to throw his wet clothes back on. Yeah. Like, Get these wet things away from me. <laughs> like, just throwing them. And then this guy, his name was Steve. He had a name tag on from the Hampton Inn or whatever. He's like, sir, you need to leave this location right now. He's like, oh, shut up, Steve. The last thing I need to hear is your minging voice right now. Just shut up. <laughs> so he's like, oh, the police are already on their way. Good. I hope I go to jail. I'd rather go to jail than listen to you, Steve. <laughs> just furious. Like, so it's kind of just stories like that that haven't been on film yeah. to be on a show that okay. right, yeah. you know, that I have a picture of and I tell a story cool. about it. So it's just a, a, a bunch of all that. And you don't have to read it from beginning till end. It's just You, you can pick just, up anywhere. Yeah, you can <laughs> just flip it open and just start reading. So that's the cool thing about it. This is a serious question. Do you guys ever have a normal day? Like a day that like something like that doesn't happen? Uh, I'm going to have to have a normal day for at least three days because I could barely even walk, dude. It was like a mission even getting up those lousy three <laughs> stairs down there. From the, like, I pulled some serious From muscles, the Humvee dude. stuff, yeah. From the ROM. And muscles it's, I've never used before. And it what, seems, were you missing, yeah. what were you doing to him? <laughs> was something, some kind of, was he contorted in a strange way never before seen? Apparently. <laughs> I thought there was a lot of room in a Humvee. But, I you know what? I mean, I... I worked hard on this video, and I just can't believe that you're not even going to watch it. I support what you did, but I just don't. I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, so I just did, don't. So you were, you'll never even take just a glance at it. No, no. All right. What if I edited out the kissing scenes? I can't. Yeah, he won't do that because there's like a really good one um, <laughs> at the Golden Gate Bridge, and and like. It'll just take away from the video if I delete that one. You're an artist. You got to yeah, stick with what yeah. you know. 
Uh, how's how's the health? The last time we heard, you know, you had that that, that situation where you, you were dehydrated, you said, and you're you know not doing well. Everything good now? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I was I was on a uh, four day whiskey bender, and I forgot to drink water, and then um <laughs> and then I also. Uh, I th see, I have a prescription to Adderall, but not anymore because yeah. I don't think my doctor will give it to me. <laughs> but, uh, dude, I'm not, I'm not kidding. It's those those five-hour energy drinks. I I got two of them at Wawa, and I just grabbed them and guzzled them. And yeah, so the right guys, yeah, yeah. And the lady at Wawa was like, I wouldn't drink two of those if I were you. I'm like, listen, lady, I have a lot of stuff to do. I have to go to a wedding, and then the yeah. sounds are playing, and I have a busy day, and I'm tired, you know? Yeah. Like, Dude, I I honestly thought I was gonna have a heart attack to the point where I'm like, take me to the hospital now. Like, really? I, I feel bonkers. Because like, Casey raves. He, he'll do he'll do well, the five hour. Uh, I, I love him, yeah. but uh, I won't take two. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I won't take two at the same time. Well, I figure they're so tiny that right. like it's not gonna matter. You know, so <laughs> sure, guzzled two of these things. Why and, not? And actually, when I was in the hospital, wasn't there a, a, an older guy next to me who was complaining about the same yeah. thing? Mm -hmm. He's like, "Yeah, man, I had one of those five hour energy drinks. I just feel <laughs> loopy and bonkers. I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack." I'm like, "Me too." Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we've got some instant messages popping up that. Uh, people are asking questions about Jackass 3 and what's the status on that. Yeah, we start that in uh, January, um, which is kind of strange because we'll be totally in the... Me and Ryan Dunn will be totally in the middle middle of filming that thing with Spike. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Maybe they might postpone it at a month for a month, hopefully. But uh, is, it, is it possible to work... I mean, you know, do you just have to sit there and think... I mean, because you guys were the the uh, you were the Chuck Yeagers of this crap. What do we do next? I mean, you've you've pretty much that's the thing. done it I, all. I'm I'm honestly terrified to to yeah. to one up Jackass too. Like I don't know. I mean, we have ideas and stuff like that, but like, where do you, you know, go? Somebody's going to get real hurt if we're going to have to try to top it. Because we like, we were doing the the uh, we were doing which is a pale imitation of of your stuff. We were doing the the, the uh, month of stunts, kill Casey, and and we we did it for a couple years, and and at, at the end of it, finally, we said. Shy of killing him, there's really nothing left to do. No, you know, you've done so much. You always feel like you have to one-up yourself. And, you know, I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can do something, you well, know, because well, some of the stuff you did wasn't even, like, the real dangerous stuff. Like, the, the best stuff you did wasn't the real dangerous stuff. Yeah, like the... Uh, like the face through the door. The, the, the boxing Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Just was because the, the words kept getting smaller and smaller, so everybody who would read it would get closer and closer to reading it, and then the big fist would just come out of the wall. You know, stuff like that was, was, is what made it, but I mean, yeah. like, like, the branding, like, I, I rocked the same pants for... For about ten days wow. after that, I got the gnarliest staff infection from it. Uh, like really? that, that hurt worse than the actual brand. Yeah, it hurt so bad, and I had to get on like all this medication. And like Knoxville almost blew off his arm on that big yeah. rocket. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. Like, and in, in the first one, you know, like uh, Dunn was driving that golf cart and hit that uh, thing and went flying. Like, yeah, you know, like something like that's going to have to happen for the third one if if we're going to try to one up it. You know, yeah. so it's yeah. Well, I was thinking about you guys and how sick and creative you are at the same time because uh, on Friday we we had this story about this Japanese game show where these uh, yeah. people pretend to uh, kill uh, a guy and they they send in all these snipers and everybody starts shooting this dude up and and the victim the guy that the doesn't contestant. know what's going on yeah, the contestant on a Japanese game show looks like he might have had a heart attack mm -hmm. and and I imagine you know I mean, I mean you guys have so much fun with it but um do you ever worry that somebody's gonna die on set <laughs> with this third one yeah I yeah. really think like 
something, yeah, something bad could happen. Like, yeah. it's, it's not you know, inconceivable because you can only control it to some amount. And also, your 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 life is different now. You, you're yeah. married. You got your. You have other considerations. But I mean, when you, you know, how do you get in the mindset to do a jackass three? Like, honestly, the more you sit there and think about it, the, the worse you don't want to do it. And it's, the more you start thinking about it, like if you just shut just up go. and just do it, yeah. then usually it'll be over and, and, and hopefully everything will be fine. But like, you know, <laughs> getting trampled by bulls, like that's what the opening of the second movie was. And like, I, and I told Tremaine, I'm like, dude. I like to do stunts I'm in control of, and and like getting trampled by a bull hoof is not like you can't control <laughs> that. Bull, right? yeah, you can yeah. be as professional as you possibly want. You cannot control no. a hoof landing on your head if you fall. Well, the the stunny stuff's great, but the ones that I like are like like the air horn golf at the golf course. Oh, yeah. Geez, yeah. even just those prank things are funny as hell. So yeah. you don't have to kill yourself doing them. You know, yeah. or the but, snakes when they scared you with the snakes. I mean, yeah. you probably weren't really in any. Real danger, but it but was you funny just legitimately—he legit legitimately doesn't like snakes. <laughs> yeah. so, Usually, yeah. with things like that, like I don't even think twice about it, you know, because they were calling it like, all right, the wind tunnel. We're gonna have this big, massive airboat fan blow you in the back of this eighteen-wheeler uh, truck, and we're gonna soap it up. So hopefully, you'll slam into the back. I'm like, all right, that that doesn't seem too uh, funny, but I guess we'll give it a try. You know, like didn't yeah. even think twice about it. So <laughs> I go flying to the back. I'm like, all right, well, that was pretty, uh, whatever, you know, and then they just locked this thing on me and throw a cobra in there. I'm like, what? Like, I had no clue that, like, they were even going to screw with me like that. Like, it couldn't even be a python or a boa, something that's not poisonous. They No, they yeah. threw a cobra in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, they de-venomized it, but they didn't tell me that. Yeah, so yeah. you don't know that. And even if it wasn't, I'm, I'd still be terrified. I just don't like snakes. <laughs> no, <it was> really <laughs> wow. so, so where do you see everything? I mean, because you do you do so much video work, you do a lot of directing and stuff like that. Where, where do, you, do you see a... Uh, a genesis taking place with your your career because at a certain point you're not going to want to jump in the back of a truck with a cobra. Yeah. yeah. Uh well, I like doing a lot of music videos just because, you know, I already own all my own equipment, you right, know, yeah. I own the dolly, I own the lights, I own the camera, and I own the editing equipment. So like if there's a band that I like that kind of needs the help that doesn't have like a million dollars from their record label, like sure, you know, if Jay-Z or P Diddy were going to do a video, they'd have an easy million dollars to blow, but right. they're like the bands that I like, you know, they could barely afford $50,000, so I'll just do everything I can. And it, it's only two weeks out of my life, you know, like, it takes, like, five days of prep, uh, two days of shooting, and then maybe a week of editing. So. Do, they, do they come to you with a concept, or do you come up with a concept? I, I, they, if they tell me that they want to do a music video, they'll let me know what song it is, and then I'll come up with, like, a, a concept or two, and then, you know, they'll kind of just tell me what they want to switch, and then, okay. and then we... Uh, get started and usually most of the time we film it in philly just because that's where all the equipment is but in this case we had to go to uh san francisco and rent everything which drives me nuts because i'm like oh i own everything here and I'm, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm renting all the stuff that i already own <laughs> that right. sucks yeah, yeah. But it'd be worse to fly it uh, across the country though hey uh bam did you happen to meet there was a big fan out in our uh, yeah. green room of yours uh Guy wearing a cowboy hat and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you meet him out there? Yeah, yeah I could barely understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's that's a uh, that's a friend of ours. His name is Ed Bassmaster. 
and uh, he has a character called Mumbles. He he does a, a lot of YouTube videos, and uh, we were filming you for that uh, as he was talking to you. Yeah, I felt bad because I was like everything that he said, back. Uh, say that again one more time, man. Like, well, I yeah, have, man, a, you know, I'm like, um, dude, I'm sorry. Uh, one more time. Uh, uh, and then half the time, I'd just be like, uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, the answer is yeah, man. Here he is. He's coming in now, actually. And this is Ed with his, his normal get up, but he, he's going to help us out a little bit later on. This is Bam, Ed. Ed, that's Bam. Uh, but actually, I have, um, I have a piece of audio. It says here that it's kind of got a little bit of hiss to it. All right. I haven't heard this yet, but uh, but Nick, our video guy, has apparently cut up some of the audio, and we'll, we'll have video too. But I want to hear uh, what he was uh, saying. So here we go. Let's see how this turned out. Right, Mustang boy, I was up all night. We uh, Mont Licky. Yeah, the they gonna keep on uh, bowl. I don't know. You got from here? Yeah. Where from? Um, Westchester. Oh, okay, Chabot will do. You see if I got them? You look about uh, with the guys on uh, back. Uh, M Monchville. Yeah. That you? Yeah. You're Monty Monchville? <laughs> yeah, that's you? Yeah, yeah, I still show it. I saw him now. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You took too far. Uh, the Mac ass. I watched that film. Oh, Mac ass. You humble Bartle Lou? You humble Bartle Lou? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> you going in? You humble Bartle Lou? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just like, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> uh, what was that, is that audio? Is that because we have to have better audio than that, I, right? I, I don't think we do. I have no idea. Oh man, it sounds like it's in a wind I think tunnel. you asked me if I wanted coffee. What did you say? Coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go look for some tea. Well, I asked some him some if he was uh, huh? What? I asked him if he was Monty Moxville. <laughs> Monty, Monty Moxville. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I do some filming with Johnny, but I'm not Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the bam, you got to see his videos. They're all over YouTube. Actually, YouTube uh, pays him to uh, to do, uh, send videos. Generate over content. Yeah. Doing he, he you, how many? What, you've been kicked out of all the uh, hardware stores in the area? or uh, Stores, malls, uh, <laughs> restaurants. You can't even walk through a mall. No. Actually, you're, security. you're almost like Bam's bastard child because yeah. he, he created the, yeah. <laughs> the system that you me. use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he left to go get a, a cup of coffee or something, <laughs> like I, I just looked at Missy. I was like, is that his real voice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know the bagger like that's friends with Jimmy Pop that goes on Howard Stern. And yeah. He talks like this. I'm like, I mean, he's serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard a voice like that. He said he was from Texas, so maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, this great. is better audio of like what he does. Uh, I guess this is when you were talking to the guy at Home Depot. Oh, you're right. Paul Parnappies. And he called Parnappies with all over Burke that Burke. Well, who will call machine with the heat? Well, with the with the bench. You got bench. Now, who plow moss down with the heat? Call Paul Percy did with these. Yeah, cowpaw hormone with these. Now these call flatline, I'm going to send them with the, the Ting Tom. Home from Bartle Dew. Can you support a campaign one with a flatline on a Bartle Dew? Can you call flatline with a flatline on a Bartle Dew? Bartle Dew? <laughs> the Bartle Dew is what I couldn't understand. I'm like, how is he talking <laughs> I was trying to be nice, but like, I really had no idea what you're it's talking about. It's a flatline on a Blue Lot special. <laughs> That's what happens. People want to be so they want to be PC. They want to be nice. This guy maybe maybe this guy's a little yeah. slow. I don't yeah, want to insult him. So well, and you can you. pick up a few words in there. So, yeah. Yeah. so it kind of sounds like all right. He's really actually <laughs> saying something. But just after the third time of saying what again? I don't I don't want to say it again. So I just say yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree. Absolutely. <laughs> That's true damn funny, man.
Uh, well, good to see you, brother. I mean, you're, you're obviously going to be really busy with all this coming up with the, the show with, uh, with Dunn and the book and, uh, and Jackass and all that stuff. So, um, but if there's anything special coming up the note or whatever, let us know, man. We uh, definitely want to come back out yeah, there. Yeah. So it's, uh, CKY on Mischief Night, two shows and, uh, Vane Jagena's playing on the 26th and on the 21st is 69 Eyes, which is going to be a really good show. They're from Finland and, uh, yeah, it's going to be rocking. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, awesome. The, the venue's fantastic. Yep. So. Absolutely. All right, Bam, Missy. The, yep. the NoteWC.com. Check it out, and you, you'll you see a bunch of bands, so you'll probably like a bunch of them. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's hear it for Bam and Missy yeah. for stopping by. Great to see you guys. Preston and Steve Rock on 93.3 WMMR. Attend Villanova University's Graduate Open House on Tuesday, October 20th. Villanova offers graduate programs in business, engineering, nursing, law, and liberal arts and sciences. Attend the Open House and they'll waive your application fee. Preston and Steve Rock on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, we are going to do a contest uh, with our friend Ed Bassmaster. Actually, his character Mumbles, and we're going to get some callers on the line. One, two, Bartle, do yes. Three, four, crap, mustache. <laughs> and uh, we're going to see if you can interpret what he has to say. It's called Mumbles music. We'll get him on the line in just a moment. But uh, we need you to get on the calls two one five two six three WMMR. And while you're calling in, we want to welcome Bob Dye. Of uh, Tattoos by RC and Listener Joe. Joe! Tattoos Tattoos Day this morning. Joe, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Excellent. Now, you had requested Bob do what kind of tattoo on you? It's the Jigsaw from the Saw movies. Okay. Yes. You know this this character actor, very distinct face. Yeah. And Uh, uh, Toby, Tobin. Yes. So, yeah, but uh, whatever the name is, the picture is unbelievable. Yeah. Incredibly accurate. Isn't that that awesome? awesome. Bob, that is probably one of the the best portrait tattoos I've ever seen you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, it turned out good. Um, Originally, um, last night, what we were going to do is... um, the little puppet that that, uh, that rides the bike in the movie, right? Yeah. But um, ah! I couldn't find name, a picture yeah. that was going to work out. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me tell you something. The the the, the character himself of, of Jigsaw is now as well known because oh, yeah. he he's constantly appearing in the movies. Yeah. Uh, we're up to what uh, uh, Saw fifty eight. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, Nick, did you find out his name? Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, well, it looks awesome. Is that? Uh, have you ever had a tattoo before? Yeah, I have two others. Okay. All right. Cool. And they, it turned out awesome. And we included a P and an S in there for the Preston yeah, yeah, and Steve yeah. show. Yeah, I put the uh, P and S in uh, in little like jigsaw puzzle pieces behind the face. Cool, man. So, uh, Terrific. We got to get pictures of, of that up on the site. Yeah, it's incredible. Joe, where are you from, by the way? I live in uh, New Jersey, Riverside, New Jersey. Okay. And uh, anybody you want to say hi to while you're here? I actually want to say hi to the people working at uh, Giant Brew Mall that are listening. Cause yeah. That's where I work for Coca-Cola. I, like, pack out. Okay. okay. Cool, man. Awesome. And uh, thanks for, for coming by and thinking about us. And uh, we hope you'll be happy with the tattoo. All right? Yep. Thank you. All right. Pleasure to meet you, Joe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bob, 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 Bob. Bob. That's crazy. Bob. And Bob, Bob Dodge. <laughs> Bob Dodge of Tattoos by so RC. so pathetic. I love that. that. It's a stupid sound. I love Bob, 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 That's crazy. I don't, know Bob. I don't know why I love that so much, but I do. All right, so listen, we're loaded with stuff to give away. We have several different prizes. Case, you're going to have to... 
if you don't mind through. organizing through yeah. this. But we've got tickets to the, the Game X, which is coming up. We've got uh, some uh, uh, gift cards for Dave and Busters. We've got uh, beer that we can... Beers and... Be, Coors Light and Tasty Cakes. Bob! Coors Light and Tasty Cakes. we got Bob. We've Bob! got uh, Nifty 50s packs as well and 13 Haunt stuff. And are we going to do that yeah! in there? Bob! Somewhere in there will be a pair of tickets to ACDC tomorrow night. Nice. Along with that very cool um, deluxe package, that uh, that uh, collector's edition that they have. It's a box set. That's actually uh, an amp, a working amp. Yeah, it's got like a little guitar amp portion to it that you yeah. can use it for. So somebody is going to win that as well. And uh, the way we're going to do this is, uh, first of all, we welcome uh, Mumbles yeah. uh, to our studio. Mumbles, how you doing? Hey, ball like him. <laughs> <laughs> That he has to get in character. He's the hat and teeth. What character? This is this is a legitimate person here. Do, it's a real mom. Do we have uh, <laughs> do we have the webcam on? Yeah, it was just yeah. on Marissa's butt. Okay, yeah. well we're, we're getting it on up. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting it on Mumbles right now. If you've never seen him before, hey, can I get a shout out real quick? Yeah, you want to get a shout out? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, Ming from Hulk Albums. <laughs> <laughs> That guy listens? Yeah, he always on their times. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Mumbles is a big music fan. Yeah, and, we, uh, we he, know that. He's a rocker, and uh, he can rattle off lyrics at any time. Yeah. And uh, what we're going to do is get callers on the line. He's going to give you lyrics to one of his favorite songs. And if you can identify what song that is, then uh, you'll win a prize. And we'll just pull one randomly up and uh, set you up with it. So it's going to be that simple. Uh, you ready to go, Mumbles? Hey, All right, let's go ahead and uh, get some callers on the line. I got uh, Maureen to start off with. Hey, Maureen, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Maureen, are you ready? Yeah. This is Mumble's music. He's going to give you lyrics. You tell me what song that's from, and we'll see if you win, okay? okay. Hey, Ring. All right. <laughs> he said, hey, Maureen. Hey, Ring. Hi, Mumble. <laughs> ready? Ready. All right. Take a poo with a cow malt shitty with a crambles cram with a ping pong hitty. Oh, won't you please moan. It's easy. Uh, oh, Reen. No oh, Reen, you got to oh, be kidding. Take oh, a guess. You want me to sing it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you, Mumbles? Yeah. Sing? All right, go ahead, Mumbles. Can't come with a cow, mall shitty, with a crambled cram with a ping pong titty. Oh, won't you please make me fall? Oh, God, I can't think oh, of Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Sorry, Maureen. She crapped your stank. She crapped your stank, man. Let me go to Eddie. Hey, Eddie, how you doing? Hey. Oh. Thank you, Eddie. Oh, All right. Do you need to hear the Mumbles music again? Take me down to the Paradise City. Paradise City. Yeah. 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 It was a gimme. Absolutely correct. And... Uh, Case, what are we going to give? Uh, who do we have? Eddie here. Eddie, we or have passes to one of the 13 Haunts locations. It's your choice. Visit 13haunts.com for the area's best haunted houses and attractions. All right, hang and on. And we've got apps, and they oh, have them yeah. all, the best in the area. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm getting a prize? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You, no, you, don't, you, you don't, don't get a prize. No. <laughs> oh, that's how I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right, that's how they bartle, do you? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go to Jay. Hey, Jay, you there? And a one and a two. And a one and a two. <laughs> Jay, we got Mumbles music. You ready for your song? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Mumbles. Ready? King Ball Stinky in the second hand hit. He always count playing with his wood. He got Stinky Ball Stinky like malt licky. It smells really good. <laughs> I don't know that word. He's the one to call crap mom stank. He's the one to make my mom stank. <laughs> I know what it is. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I know it. I don't know. Write it down, Case. Is, is there any way I can get that one more time? You want me to sing it or sing Can it? you sing it, Mumbles? Not yet, Count. All right. 
Sticky ball, sticky with the chicken hand, titty always playing with his wood. He got a sticky ball, sticky like a malt licking, smell really good. <laughs> He's the one to call crap mall stack. He's the one to make my small snack. <laughs> All right, I got it now. You know it now. I got it now. That would be Dr. Feelgood. Yeah! Oh, All right, Case, what are we going to give Jay? We got a case of Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer, plus the gold classic collection from Tasty Cake. An assortment of cakes, including cream-filled coffee cake, crap Mollenstang, and this week's Tasty Cake of the Week. All right. Now, that's nice. tasty. That's right, tasty. Hang, hang on. Let me go to uh, John next. John, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, John, we got Mumbles music. Ready? Yep. All right. Ready? Yep. All right, then. <laughs> oh, he's had Brett's age, a cow honking on concrete. Oh, he lay flat line on a blue lost special with a chickie. <laughs> Say it again. Say or sing it. Can you sing that, Mumbles? Yeah. Oh, he says Brett's has a cow honking on a Creon P-Man. Oh, he lay flat line on a blue lost special with a chickie. <laughs> it's feel, it's uh, Pearl Jam's... Uh, Ah. Yeah, no, oh, it. Come on, you, yeah, you, you're right there. Dang it, now I know it. <laughs> it's making English. Um, uh, I'm feeling <laughs> right Nothing more feeling. <laughs> Hold on, let him finish. Uh, resting his head on a pillow made of concrete. Uh, even flow. Yeah! There you go. It took him a long time. That's right. It did. I mean, could you have been any clearer mumbles with yeah. that? I'm speaking English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Case, what do we got for him? All right, we have a $50 Dave & Buster's gift card. Join Nick next Monday, 1026 from 730 to 930 at Dave & Buster's at Plymouth nice. Mall. Dave & Buster's. Feed your food. All right. That's crazy. All right, hang on a second. Let me go to... <laughs> Our next caller is uh, Brian. Hey, Brian, you there? Brian do. All right, Brian, here we go. You ready, Mumbles? Oh, yeah, been ready. All right. He's All been right. ready. Here's your next... <laughs> Here's your song, Brian. Mumbles music. Oh, I'm a Krangle Dow. I'm a Easier Abies, so why don't you tell me? Wow. So, so you got for me, Mumbles? Come on. Can you sing it, Mumbles? No, I can sing it. That's yeah. all I've been doing, singing. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm a Dangle Dow. I'm yeah. a Easier Abies, so why don't you tell me? Oh, easy. I know it. Why don't you tell me now? No, why don't you tell me? That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. I know it. I know it. Oh, Get to the refrain. I'm a cranger down. I'm a Asian baby. Don't you tell oh, oh, me. Yeah, I oh, I know it. Don't tell me, baby. Boy, he can't take What's the song, Brian? I don't know. I ate something for breakfast, though. You ate something for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, man. It's too easy to give it to him. All right, let me go to Rich. Hey, Rich. <laughs> yeah, you guys rock. Thank oh, you, Rich. All right, so, Rich, did you did you hear mumbles or you need to hear it again? Oh, if you could do it one more time, that'd be great. Yep. Oh, I'm a cranger down. <laughs> I'm a he's your baby. So why don't you tell me? Come on. Loser. Yes. yes. Excellent. That's from Beck, you're right. All right, Case. 
Got a pair of three-day passes to GameX Games and Media Expo Friday through Sunday. Nice. That is 1023 through the 25th at the Greater Field Day of, uh, Expo Center in Oaks. <laughs> now, I also want to read something else here. Check out GameExpo.us for tickets and information. Also, text guitar to 39333 to be entered to win a Gibson Les Paul guitar. One entry per day, and then uh, we will pick a winner. All right, sounds good. And let's get another caller on from Mumbles Music. Jason, are you there? Bartle do. Bartle do. All right, Jason, here we go. Mubbles has a song for you. Ready? Ready? Yeah. All right, go. We need lotion. <laughs> what? Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know it. I know it. Not. I know it. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. I'll write it down. Yeah. <laughs> do, that, do that again. We need lotion. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. You want to sing it for you, Mo? Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah sing it. Sing. We need lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I know you use weenie lotion. <laughs> Oh, I have no idea. Oh, come on. Sorry, Jason. I think that's hard. You think that's hard? I got it immediately. I thought that was the easiest one. Let me go to Rob. Hey, Rob. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Rob. All right. You want to hear it again? Uh, Just to hear it. Yeah, why not? Okay. Weenie lotion. Sweet emotion. You got it, Rob. Absolutely correct. And that means Rob's a winner. What are we going to give him, Case? Rob, I think I got a four-pack of passes to Nifty 52nd Annual Haunted Miniature Golf in Turnersville, New Jersey. Put. I said All right, put, thank you. Put, right, you put. It's put, actually putt. 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 Putt your way through this. It's one of those put-put golf places. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Oh, put, put. Putt your way through the scariest haunted mini golf attraction ever. Yeah. Put your right. Put your right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me go to... Uh, Where's my putter? Let me go to Nick next. Hey, Nick, we're doing Mumbles music. You there, man? Yeah, what's up? Guys? Hey, bud. How All right. you been? Good, good. You ready to go? Yeah. All right, Mumbles. Cal Paul Stankin, once and I arrived, and I go play down in my eye. They talk alike. Daisy do like no answer tang anymore. <laughs> hmm. Can you sing that? Yeah. A Cal Paul Stankin, once and I arrived. And I go play down in my eye. They talk like Daisy do, like no tang no more. <laughs> Whoa. I have no idea. I don't know. That's the first one that stumped me. You guys have any idea? No. 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 Okay, well then, sorry, Nick. we got to move on. Dari. That's a tough one. Let me go to Mike. Because he says Dari. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Clean your ears. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Mike, uh, we're ready for Mumbles yeah, music. Dead Zooks, brother. Suits. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here it is again. Mumbles. A compound stinking once and I arrived and I go play down my eye. They talk like Daisy do, like no tack anymore. Nah, <laughs> I love uh, that's too hard, man. It's too hard. Casey has it. Uh, it's, uh, oh, sorry, bud. Uh, Hang on a second. Casey's writing it down. Um, what's the name of the song? Uh, oh, oh. Uh, there it is. Wait there a minute. Yep, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. So if I can get it, you can get it. All right. You see this? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But I'll have to. I'll have to hear it again. Hold on. Let me go to Doug. Hey, Doug. Hey. Hey, Doug. Jed Zooks, guys. brother. All right. Mumbles music. Here we go. I don't even need to hear it. I already know what it is. What is it? It is Bing Cotton. Yeah. Bing Cotton stealing. James Addiction. 
let me do that again, because I couldn't. The cowpole stankin', munch, and I smomp, and I go play down my eye. It's on the radio, folks. <laughs> you play it all the time. We do. I know. He's I right. Know. I know. Man, don't you tell are... me the same things. Yeah, all right. All right. What are we going to give Doug here? Hey, Chris? Doug. Yeah. We have tickets as MMR Rocks ACDC hey! this Wednesday at the Lake Horace! That's crazy! All right, Doug, that sound good to you? Yeah, that sounds awesome! Now, tickets remain, by the way. You go to ComcastTix.com. Plus, you also get a limited edition ACDC Backtracks box set. Three CDs, two DVDs, box, and an LP. Yeah, box. Bob. Yeah, I was just about to say, can I hear the Bob noise again? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and an LP Deluxe Collector's Edition, all in a working guitar amp. Nice, nice, yeah. That is awesome. All right, enjoy, Doug, man. Hang on a second, all right, buddy. Not a problem. All right, you got it, man. All right, want to do a couple more here? Let's do, let's do two more. Yeah, a couple. All right, we'll just do two more, and that will be all. Yeah, uh, hurry up. i got to take a crap Mustang. <laughs> Man's got a crap Mustang. But right. that coffee. It's all that coffee. Uh, what line am I going to? Line five here, I believe. Uh, I have Peter. Hey, yes. Peter. Hey, how's it going? Good, hey, Peter. All right, rock. Mumbles. Thanks, man. Hey, we appreciate it. All right, rock. Mumbles Music. Here we go with Mumbles. All right, you ready, Peter? All right, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Good morning, Shady Chippy. Mama with your papa with a blue boner city. Yo, gabba gabba, pretty gabba dabba. Smoking on a blunt make you forget you had a big banana riding in your banana. Friend your butt teeth and hand them hamana hamana. Wow. Uh, uh, Kathy nodded. Uh, in the middle of it. I don't know that one. Write it down, Kathy. Dude, are you going to sing it? Can you do I'll it once more? You want to hang it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah please, sing it. please hang it. Good morning, Santa Mama Mama with your papa with the blue boner city. Yo, gabba gabba, fragile gabba dabba, smoking on a bump, make you forget you had a big banana, I'm riding up on your Santa. Right the bot teach, humna humna humna. All right, I got the band. All right, write it down, Kath. You don't know now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at all. You're faking it. All right, sorry, man. All right, thanks. I know it. Now I'm thinking. Hold on. I, I, okay, here, give me a minute. Hold on. Let me go next to Barb. Hey, Barb. Yeah, I know Barb. I like that one. You what? She stumped on that I know one. I won't be able to get that one. Please. Do you want to hear it one more time, Barb? Yeah, sure. Okay, whenever you're ready, Mumbles. Small morning, Santa Mississippi. Mama, watch a pop with the blue border city. Yo, gabba, gabba, fresh, yabba, dabba. Smoking on a bump, make you forget your hat up. Oh, my, 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 my. Be clear, I have no clue. I have no clue. Okay, sorry, Barb. We got to let you go. All right, one more. All right, let me get uh, Case. Hey, Case, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Case. Last chance on this one. You ready? Yeah, let me hear it. All right, go for it. Good morning, Santa Mississippi. Mama was a papa with a blue ball oh, in the city. It. Yo, gabba, fancy yabba dabba, smoking on a blunt, make you forget your hat up. I know the band, but I don't know. I can't think of the song. I got it stuck. <laughs> Sounds like Paradise City. It's not. No. I, I don't know. In that home earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can go back to bed. <laughs> Why would he do it again? Yeah. Chase? Uh, it, that's what it sounds like. I don't know. What did he say? He, he said Crap Mustang. Yeah. 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 He, he said he... he Paradise Mitty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got we to give up that one. It is this song, right? Uh, I don't know. Play it. Yeah. Yeah. Danny California oh, yeah. from Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then a papa was in the morning. Tandem skippy. Mama, it's a papa with a blue barn city. Yeah. Gabba, gabba, French and gabba, dabba. Smoking on a blunt, make you forget your hat on. In the morning, the 
That's it. And there it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to do one more giveaway. All right. Okay. One more giveaway. Next song. Let's go to Owen. 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 Hey. Owen. Oh, he did the the Casey sound. All right, Owen. Here we go with Mumbles. New song. You ready? Yep. All right. Whenever you're ready. Me. One. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's an easy one. Ah ah. Poo on top my baby. Ah ah ah. Poo on top my baby. No, I didn't say poo on top. Uh, uh, poo on top my baby. Uh, uh, poo on top my baby. Okay. I know it. it. I know it. I know it. Easy. Yep. Dude looks like a lady. Yeah! All right, Case, what are we going to give him? All right, Owen, that's that's who won, right? Yeah, he's right, the one who won. We have a three-day, I'm sorry, a pair of three-day passes to GameX, Game and Media Expo, uh, Friday, 10-23 through the 25th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. All right, hang on. We're going to set you up, Owen. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, our first time ever trying it. I think it went really well. Mumbles Music. Yeah! With our, our good friend Mumbles, and uh, by the way, Steve, you were asking about a video. If uh, what, what? Oh, oh, from uh, last week when we did. Uh, yes, the link is directly up on PressSteve.com if you want to see uh, what Mumbles did for us last week, going around to the various drive-through windows. Yes, uh, you can see the video now. It links right through to um, okay. Mumbles' own site. I've not had a chance to uh, to witness that yet. So All right, we'll hey, I'll do my happy here. anniversary to my wife. Yeah. yeah, happy anniversary to your wife. Yeah, it's coming up in April. Happy anniversary, Jen. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mumbles. Yeah! Ed Bassmaster, as we really know him as. And you got to check out the videos on YouTube. Link off of FreshnessSteve.com. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay where you are. MMR rocks. With Preston and Steve. Ton of stuff going on. Don't forget that uh, Thursday night, uh, both Steve and Kathy are going to be at the Valley of Fear. Oh, yes. The yep. makeup mm-hmm. date. We were all supposed to be there this past Thursday, but ended up uh, Casey and Marissa were there on Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yep. And actually, while you guys are there on Thursday night, Casey's going to be at the screening for Boondock Saints 2 at the UA King of Prussia. That's right. We'll have more chances for you to win those tomorrow as we get set. And then Nick is going to be tomorrow night at the uh, MMR premiere of Matchstick Productions in Deep, the skiing experience. We'll do more of those passes to give away in a little while. And so then, pretty much just go somewhere and yeah, one of us yeah, will yeah. be and there. And we're pretty much going to be there. <laughs> we're at the various walks this past weekend, and uh, there's just a ton of stuff on the horizon. The Haunted Horror Ride is Right. Friday, we'll give you details on that, and then we're going to be at Club Risque for that whole thing. And uh, October is a busy month. It is yeah. an extremely busy month. That's we... okay, though. We get to calm down for the camp out for hunger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Coming up in the beginning yeah, of December. God. By the way, yeah, that is going to be the first week of December. It's going to start on, uh, I believe, November 30th. Yep. Getting all the machinations together to make that whole thing happen once again. And uh, just go ahead and start planning your food drives now, whether you be at a school, organization, uh, business. We'll do the various prizes to be given away. Week-long live broadcast out in the parking lot. Come and join us. Same place as always. We'll be at the Metroplex, and we invite you to uh, to be there for the whole thing. So, uh, and just going back to Breast Cancer Month, you know, because uh, October is coming to an end. Have you guys seen uh, Boathouse Row and all the pink lights? Yes, oh, yeah. it looks really nice. Yep. It looks very, very and nice. And the skyline, there. just the, the yep. they have the pink lights up all over the buildings. Yeah. What's what's the name of the building that has the? It can uh, it can put all the graphics up on the, the side Sierra of it. Sierra Center. The Sierra Center. They yeah. do the the big pink ribbon yeah. and all that stuff. It's really cool, it's cool. man. So everybody's been digging it. Hey, by the way, uh, Nick. Por- I, 
I, I got this email uh, from uh, yesterday. AJ, who had called in uh, and won tickets with the secret text word for the Phil's game, he said, "Hey guys, the President of Steve Show just wanted to uh, thank, uh, take the time to thank you for your chance to go to the Phillies game uh, tonight. My girlfriend and I had one hell of a time, so thanks a lot. We'll both be listening every morning on our way to school, and that's from awesome. AJ Gray. We're glad you had a good time. And Nick found this out: MLB, Major League Baseball." Uh, on their official website, right, Nick? Yeah. They actually posted a page that says, Manny's Grab Clutch Hits Help Dodgers Tie NLCS. <laughs> this is this goes back to the Dewey wins. Yes, right, yeah, yeah. You know, in the Harry election. Truman, yeah. That they actually posted this page that the Dodgers won the game last night before the game Jeez. was over. <laughs> wow. Can you believe they did that? Well, certainly the save and the turnaround couldn't have happened any later in the game, no. so it was amazing. I know uh, when it's a tough game like last night, I do this thing where I, I turn it off real quick you know yeah. and then i'm like all right i'll watch you again and 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 i did that a couple of times last night but for some reason i kept it on that that whole ninth inning and uh, you know but leading up to that i was like oh man i can't watch this like i don't want to watch many bat you know well i, I don't want to get into any sports cliches but uh, there are two things about this team that are awesome i know but <laughs> like li- listen the, the phillies don't quit ever they just no. they just keep coming at you and it's just phenomenal and if they ever lose then they come back the next game even stronger and, and last night i know people say that sporting events were unbelievable all the time i really did not believe that the phillies had actually won that game last mm-hmm. night but it was so exciting i'm so glad i stayed up to watch the whole thing it was just awesome. Well, yeah, it was their five hits versus the you know the Dodgers eight hits, but you know all season long it was the the, the Phillies, the Angels, and the Yankees who were all still in the playoffs. You know, all led the league in come from behind victories. So there, <laughs> wow! But it's just been incredible. We'll have tickets. That's crazy. <laughs> we'll have tickets uh, tomorrow morning for you to win. So listen, just up have for to your think about what you're saying. Yep. Breathe uh, it in a little bit. Oh, hey, another quick email. I got to thank these guys. Uh, this uh, his name is Kyle. He says, uh, "Me and my friends recently opened a cafe called Hot Rods Cafe at the corner of 537 and 571 in Millstone, New Jersey. It's a mile from Six Flags. Uh, we're huge MMR fans." And we have WMMR on all day. We are in an awesome location. And as you can see, we have you guys on our marquee. And if you could mention our website on the air, it's hotrodscafe.nj.com. Uh, we want a lot of people to come for our car shows. Ooh, uh, coffee and car shows. If you're ever in the area, feel free to stop by for some hot rod food on the house. We love you guys, and we'll continue to keep our fans laughing in the morning with the President and Steve show all the way to the afternoon. Uh, we're going to have a ton of car shows here. So I love that. They put it up for Marquee Madness, so yeah. we got to post to it on PrestonandSteve.com. Thank you, guys. Uh, and that that uh, is always an open invitation. You whore us, we whore you, and that's the way it works. So put us on your marquee. So it made this country great. That's absolutely what it is. <laughs> you know what else makes this country great? What? Something I saw online this morning that we need to get around here. It's called Snackbot. Snackbot? Snackbot? Yes. Wait, I've heard of this. What what? You've heard of Snackbot? Yes, why? I've what heard of Snatchbot. No, not yeah. Snatchbot. It's Snackbot. Uh, it is a, it's a mobile robot about the size of a very small human. That rolls around on wheels and delivers snacks. And it's, uh, there's a college that has developed this. Uh, they, it delivers <laughs> snacks to students, faculty, and office workers at Carnegie Mellon University. Yeah, two of my friends were talking about this the other day. And of course, I tuned in for about 30 seconds and then left the conversation. But that's, right. that's okay. why. I got gotcha. you. That's pretty cool. But uh, now you don't have to walk. 
to the uh, vending machine <laughs> yeah, to and get your snacks. snacks. You can just sit there and uh, and crap in your pants while Snackbot but comes around. I would hope that Snackbot would talk or something, have some kind of dialogue. It's me, Gay Robot. I made you some pancakes. Wow. <laughs> Perfect. It's odd that they would go with an effeminate voice yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, a Snackbot research team and faculty, graduate students and undergraduates from more than three departments at Carnegie Mellon created Snackbot as a platform for studying human... Yeah. That's right. I'm a gay robot. Uh, for studying human-robot interaction in the real world. And they figured the best way to find out how that interaction proceeds is with the dispensing of snacks? I guess so. So Snackbot's the real thing. Snackbot. And it, it makes its way around this office, and it has a little tray of snacks, and I guess you have to pay, and uh, you get that. So I'm telling Would you. Would you like a tasty cake? It is, uh, it's, a, it's a step closer to, uh, to sex when, robots. When will the point in time occur when Snackbot uh, fuses or some, some wires meld together and it goes on a killing spree? <laughs> You're right. It's all right. It's Snackbot! <laughs> I can't talk loudly. Snackbot's in the hallway. He's killed my coworkers. <laughs> I don't know. It could. You never know. It could freak Where out. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah. But, uh, Snackbot. But they have, uh, actually, there's snackbot.org. Snackbot.org. Yeah. If you want to, uh, I guess, look into getting a Purchasing snack, a snackbot? Snackbot for yourself. Wow. You, re you really resigned yourself to a vegetative state when right. you won't walk for your snacks. Okay. They've got to come to you now. I'm telling you. Yep. Dude, I actually, uh, we took a tour of the new 6ABC building. And yeah, how was that? It's awesome, but their they cafeteria kicked ass. Really? Oh, yeah, they got like they one of They don't need snack bot. No, they have one of those machines where you can go in and you can buy like, um, you know, burritos or, or, or sandwiches. So it's a vending machine yeah. and it'll heat it up for you and spit it out. Well, I, no, it doesn't heat it up. It's got a separate <laughs> microwave, you know, in the, uh, in the little oh, kitchen area. But I, I went to, I, I don't think they have it anymore, but the, uh, United Artists Theater on on Columbus Boulevard, uh, they had hamburgers in a vending machine. Yeah, and I had to try it. I was, was it, I wasn't even hungry. Wouldn't it get mush when it fell off the thing? Not what? It, you, you, like the things were turning, would drop down to the bottom of the no, container. No, no, it's not like that. Oh. I mean, it's I guess you, you 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 don't see the inner workings of the machine. Oh, keep that air of mystery. But I guess it takes the frozen burger and it moves it into a microwave compartment and heats wow. it up and then spits it back out. And there you go. There if you. They got, can put that on wheels. You got your uh, burger uh, bot. You got your burger out of the machine. It didn't taste very good. No, I was gonna say that stuff's. I thought me. it'd be an awesome burger. Probably like Kobe beef, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but like bowling alleys always had those. You know, like a weird soup machine. You know, you go in and it will pour you well, some, some sort of... You know, some wheeler dealer walked in and what you need in here is a soup machine. <laughs> out of bowling Let me tell you, it's the Superton 5000. <laughs> Let me show you this little handy little baby here. You pop the cup right in here, put some hot water in, you have a big piping hot bowl of soup. Wait. That's what bowlers eat. They eat soup. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Soup and bowling. For Christ's sake, it's been together forever. There's a band called Bowling for Soup. And there we go. Is you think I make this up? Yeah. What, are you pull this stuff out of my ass? I'm trying to do a good business deal for you. I'm pretty sure Nick. Yes, there is. Do, do, is it? Yeah, yeah. See? But Taste. this dry clean and eat is jerky. That's right. You, you weren't too far off from that. No, I wasn't. Soup bowling. What bowling alley had a soup machine? McDade Bowl had McDade one. Bowl yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Really? soup in the area. Wow. Okay. Was Comes that right out of a vending machine. Do they still have it? They might still have one right now. Okay. As we speak. I've been to McDade Bowl. I don't. I didn't try the soup. <laughs> but you really should try the soup at McDade Bowl. <laughs> but your 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 uh, pitch man, he's missing out because they also have hot chocolate and coffee. It's not just soup, right? Yeah. But that'd be ridiculous. It's all in one machine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, time to put this town on the map. 
apparently, um, Snackbot is making the round. So I think we need a Snackbot. <laughs> All right, are we going to do the Bizarre File? Yeah. yeah. Let's do that now. Here we go. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, a 45-year-old Texas woman has been committed for mental evaluation after authorities say that she lived in an apartment for a week with her dead boyfriend's body. That's crazy! Uh, police were flagged down by a man Friday who reported a stench coming from his sister's apartment. Once inside, police found 50-year-old William Drake dead on a couch. From the condition of the corpse, police, police believed that he had been dead for about a week or so. All right. Uh, the woman said that Drake did not want to leave the apartment. Why would you? Uh, Drake died of natural causes, and he had recently uh, stopped his dialysis treatments. That's smart. Uh, Drake had lived for 10 years with a woman who has been hospitalized for mental illness before. So she's a little touched in the head, I believe, as they <laughs> a say. Turched. Yeah. Uh, the entire 15-man police force in Budaros, Hungary has resigned after the group won the lottery on a shared ticket. Oh, oh wow. So, the so entire, now Budaris is a lawless town thanks to the lottery. The entire police force quit because they won the lottery. Uh, the police chiefs are now frantically trying to assemble a replacement police force until the new full-time officers can be recruited. Officials said it was the sixth largest lottery win in Hungarian history. So they just bailed and now... How much did each of them get? Did it mention? It, it doesn't say how okay. much it was, but uh, they have now got to find some police to keep things in order. Uh, there's something lurking in the depths of Loch Ness, Scotland, and it has nothing to do with monsters. On a recent expedition to try and find evidence of the Loch Ness Monster, research teams came across something quite unexpected. Not a prehistoric creature of the deep, but thousands of golf balls. Uh, Mike O'Brien of Sea Trepid explains, at first we thought they were mushrooms, but there were so many. Uh, but when we lowered the camera... It was a whole collection of wee little golf balls. We were surprised to see that they were, in fact, golf balls. The smattering... Are people just driving golf balls into the lock? I think so. The smattering of balls were found roughly... Look at all those balls. 300 yards from the beach and 100 yards... From I'm made dip in balls. From the from the shore where I thought locals and visitors... Scooping the balls up. I got the balls in my hands. ...have been using uh, the lock to practice their driving skills for quite some time. The lock is incredibly deep in some parts, right? Very deep. Like, like 12, 1,300 feet, right? Yeah, it's really, really deep. It's uh, it's That's how the plesiosaurs got in during the uh, yeah. Ice Age, and that's why they live there. Yet no one ever sees them. It's kind of like a fjord. It's like a fjord with yeah. golf balls. Yeah. A Chinese farmer has completed a successful maiden voyage in his homemade one-man submarine. It's uh, going to be awesome. Uh, Tao Zhengli, yeah. a migrant worker friend in uh, Beijing, spent 18 months making the 1.5-meter-high, 6.5-meter-long sub. I beat my own submarine. Uh, he tested it by taking it down to the bottom of a local river and staying there for nearly five minutes. Look at golf balls. Uh, he greeted onlookers with a triumphant V sign as he opened the v hatch for victory. after returning to the surface. Uh, Tao said that he made the battery-powered submarine without any expert advice for about $2,700. He said, I made it bit by bit, purely out of my imagination. Right. Most of the parts came from flea markets. Yeah, this is why uh, the rudders are made out of tube socks. Well, the sonar is uh, was improvised from a stethoscope, yes. while the periscope is made out of an old camera. Uh, the body of the submarine is made of five oil drums, and the cone-shaped head is stuffed with rocks and sand to help it submerge. It seems sound. Uh, while a propeller at the rear gives it thrust, and he is—he has four directional controllers that enable and him to get around. Apparently, he wear, he's wearing an oxygen mask when he goes down. You know what? I don't know. Oh. I guess that's the case. 
right, uh, and I love this story. A Saudi woman is seeking a divorce after discovering that her husband had nicknamed her Guantanamo on his cell phone. Oh. <laughs> Prison. The woman made the discovery while examining yeah. the list of contacts in her husband's phone when he left it at home one day. Uh, his wife has since decided to end their 17-year marriage in seeking a divorce for being Or maybe he meant it in a good way. Guantanamo. Uh, newspaper suggests that she might settle for substantial financial con- uh, compensation from her husband and stay married to him. And let's see, we'll get one more story and then we will wrap things up. A wheelchair-bound man suffered mild exposure after being abandoned halfway up a mountain by a group of charity climbers who gave him who gave up carrying him. Well, that's not nice. Yeah, they just left him. Uh, the 31-year-old man was left sitting on, on the steep <laughs> and rocky Landbaris path by the rest of his party. Anybody around? Who were martial? Oh, no. Who were uh, martial artists on a charity climb of Mount Snowdon in North Wales? Uh, the uh, a, a climber said the poor bloke was sitting there in his wheelchair for quite a while. And just left him there. I uh, said it was a bit mean of them to leave him there while they carried on to the top. But other climbers went over to talk to him, and he was just getting very cold. Uh, the man was met by his party met by his party during their descent. But they pleaded exhaustion and called out a rescue team to carry him down. They wouldn't even carry him down. Wow. All you have to do is just point him in the right direction and push. Uh, Fifteen <laughs> members of the mountain rescue team ferried the man to the mountain railway where a train brought him back down to ground level. <laughs> and that is what I have for you in the B-File this morning, my friends. MMR Rocks with Preston and Steve. I just figured out some of the lyrics in that song for the first time the other day. Yeah? I've been singing that for... So the kid You've been singing it wrong. Oh, I've just been mumbling through it. Okay, even know. In fact, mumbles probably. I, I would have understood more clearly than that. But what is the song about? Uh, I don't know. It's about some chick. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. Yeah, you really right. got to the bottom of that. Kid, so, no, chick. I'm not saying that I sat and analyzed uh, uh, the lyrics. I just didn't know what the words were. Okay. <laughs> Because I think it's uh, uh, gunpowder gelatine, dynamite with a laser beam. I'd never known what yeah. that gunpowder... Yeah. She keeps her Moria Shander in a pretty cabinet. Yeah. Let them eat cake, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. I never yeah. knew that, what that was. You I never knew she said, that he said that. Don't come at me that way. Would you leave me alone already? Get out of my grill. Killer Queen, anyway. Uh, it's about three minutes after ten on this morning where... Oh! Oh, yeah, I forgot there was something in there. Let me go to uh, Mike. Yo, Mike, how you doing? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Mike, did you hear a sound? I heard the Arnold. Yes, you win. It's uh, Secret Sounder Tuesday. I forgot about that. Why don't we set up, Mike, with how does a $50 Dave & Buster's gift card sound to you, Mike? That sounds great. All right, buddy, we'll take care of you. Hang on just a moment. And uh, Nick will be there next Monday night from 730 to 930. Am I right about that? You sure are. Dave and Buster's at Plymouth Meeting Mall. And David Buster's, you can feed your fun. I was there on Sunday. Wow. What a great establishment. Yeah, yeah the dining area is upstairs, and then you go downstairs, and that's like the entire gaming area. Right. Yeah, Buster's billiards and stuff upstairs as well. Yes. But really, really nice environment. Right. So, Nick, and, and I already mentioned all the other places that you're going to be. Yeah. And you're doing that on Monday, and there's... 
Pearl Jam shows next week. I'm literally out every night next week. Are we you get, really? We have our uh, station Halloween party, and then uh, there are four nights of Pearl Jam, and then there's a oh possible, gosh. probable World yeah. Series coming to town. And then you also want a fish hatchery. I know. Yeah. And oh. it's, it's hatching time, Steve. Yeah. Hi, so, yeah the eggs are coming due. Yeah. A lot of row. The rainbow trout. And yep. then, uh, yep. yeah, that's right. We have the party on fr uh, Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Wait, no, what party? No, Thursday. The Halloween Thursday. party. Thursday. Thursday is the our The party. Halloween party is Thursday night. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, because yes. Pearl Jam oh, is... I was going to be there the wrong night. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. Friday, Whoopsie. Friday is a... There's a dude uh, in a costume outside. Uh, Friday is Haunted Horror Ride and then Club Risque in the <gasps> afternoon. Yes, yes. That's right. We'll be at Club Risque in the afternoon. And right. where's, where's the party? <laughs> the party's yeah, in Mad, Mad River. River. Mad River! Yeah. yeah, on Thursday night. Outstanding. And then so Pearl Jam is Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Friday, Saturday, and then the World Series starts on Wednesday and oh Thursday gosh. in the American League City, wherever that is. It's crazy. Yeah, Beautiful. but it, I mean, what, Steve, you mentioned before how, how nuts October it is, but it really is an amazing, a lot of fun time. Yeah. That's crazy! <laughs> yes, it's it a is. damn good time, so. Uh, just stay tuned to find out where we are and what we're doing and come along for the ride, my friend. All right, so we have the lesson question for today we give away transformers revenge of the fallen uh the guy who wrote green acres what song did he write with doris day according to steve <laughs> if you get this i'll be amazed yeah it's a tough one uh 215-263 oh wmmr it was from early this morning uh the guy who wrote green acres and uh also the uh, adams family the adams family yeah he died what song did he write with doris day according to steve 215-263 wmmr give us a call to see if you can get it right and Steve's Hollywood Trash. What's up, Steve? Well, neither Randy nor Evie Quaid appeared at a hearing in Santa Barbara court yesterday morning to answer charges of defrauding a hotel. Randy Quaid explained the no-show, saying that he could not make it because, quote, the crapper was full. Oh. <laughs> Susan Boyle's I Dreamed a Dream CD cover features a glammed-up photo of the usually frumpy Scottish singer holding her chin in her hands. Said the CD's artistic director, quote, With this picture of Susan, we wanted you to think, Hey, maybe I would bang that with someone else's penis. <laughs> oh, my God. God. <laughs> and finally, Madonna is being sued by a woman in her Central Park West uh, apartment building who says the singer's noise level is completely unacceptable. Karen George claims the loud music at all hours is virtually unbearable, but even worse is the sound of the weed whacker Madonna uses to trim her pubic hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. Wow, I guess you would need some power for oh, that. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, let's see if we can get the answer uh, to the lesson question. Where the hell is it? Here it is. Uh, the guy who wrote Green Acres, what song did he write with Doris Day? 215-263-WMMR. I have Rich. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Dude, you got the best barrels ever. <laughs> so totally pitted, man. Pitted. All right, so, uh, Rich, what's the title we're looking for? Love Muffin Hoochie Mama. Yes! Yeah! Love Muffin Hoochie Mama. We had some legitimate guesses of que sera, sera, but no. It's Love Muffin Hoochie Mama. And since you got that right, Rich, we will now give you Transformers Revenge of the Fallen on DVD. Awesome. All right, buddy, hang on a second. Rock. We appreciate it, man. You can own the number one movie of the year on DVD and Blu-ray today as it is released. All right, now i got a load of music news. Let's go. 33 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Music News. Uh, Rob Zombie fans were greeted over the weekend with disappointing news that Rob Zombie's fourth solo album, Hellbilly Deluxe 2, had been bumped from a November 17th arrival to an undetermined 2010 date. Ah! 
The news followed recent comments by Zombie indicating that he expected the set to the set to uh, be his last traditional CD. As for what form his music will take in the future, Zombie says that he's not quite sure what that'll be. He said we're already trying to figure it out. I'm thinking bluegrass because this is the last record that I owe Geffen. My contract is up. Uh, whether or not I resign, uh, we haven't had that conversation. But it's the last record I'm obligated to make. He means what format it'll be. Oh, okay. Served up on. White Stripes, Tours, and Dead Weather man, main man Jack White gave a surprise lecture at Dublin, Ireland's Trinity College on Sunday night. Really? Yeah. Uh, the singer, guitarist, and drummer addressed the school's Philosophical Society, one of the world's oldest student societies, and was awarded by honorary patronage from the organization. Didn't we go there when we were in Dublin, Steve? Didn't we stop by for a quick visit? Did we? I, th I think I don't I remember. Did. Uh, White spoke about his beliefs on music and authenticity, saying, I don't know if Bob Dylan and Tom Waits are as authentic as I think they are. Perhaps they're not. Sometimes you start thinking that maybe Britney Spears or someone like that who's doing exactly what they want to do in the way that Excuse they... Excuse me, can we have class outside? If <laughs> they best know how is more authentic than any of those people you could mention. That's kind of a weird comment. Very weird. Yeah. Apparently found the Guinness factory. Uh, yeah. Uh, White took questions about his work with uh, both Dylan and Loretta Lynn, as well as his experience being filmed alongside U2's The Edge and uh, Led Zeppelin's Jimmy Page for the documentary It Might Get Loud. Slash says that he has one last song to record before completing his new solo album. Uh, he wrote online, this song is really cool and the singer is amazing. Former GNR Axeman is using a number of vocalists on the record, including Ozzy Osbourne, Fergie, and Iggy Pop. Fergie? Yeah, Fergie's in this, yeah. Along with uh, past and present members of Velvet Revolver, Guns, and Jane's Addiction on various instruments. What is that spot that's been running in the baseball games with Fergie lately? Oh, it's um, for DirecTV. Yeah. It, she looks pretty good in she that. She looks great, yeah. Yeah, the best I've ever seen, actually. Yeah. Uh, the album, She's not peeing herself. Uh, the album is... <laughs> it's always a good sign. Her pants are dry. Yeah. The album is... And my pants are dry. In February or March, but in the meantime, Slash will issue a two-track CD single in Japan on November 11th containing the song Sahara and, Sahara. A, and a cover of Guns N' Roses' classic <laughs> Paradise City featuring Fergie. Wow. Bono has written his fourth and latest guest op-ed column for the New York Times discussing the recent award... Uh, awarding of Nobel Peace Prize to President Barack Obama and how the president has rebranded America. Uh, the vocalist and activist writes, an American that's uh, tired of being the world's policeman and is too pinched. What's a type? What's a type? What's a type? Uh, and uh, the world's policeman is too pinched to be the world's philanthropist. Uh, philanthropist, sorry. Philanthropist. Uh, philanthropist. Right. Uh, could still be the world's partner. Uh, he said the idea of America from the very start was supposed to be contagious enough to sweep up and enthrall the world. Right on. So he's, he's been... Uh, Gee, I remember, I'm a damn good writer. Writing once again. <laughs> I'm just reading back on this. It's like, oh, like someone else wrote it. <laughs> Jesus, I'm good. So look at that. Oh, the punctuation's correct. <laughs> Proper use of semicolon there. <laughs> Not shabby. <laughs> with the New York Times and that's you know obviously it's a big deal so anyhow I should start doing the comics too um <laughs> I don't think they have comics no no not, not in the New, New York, York Times? Times no of course they don't what was I thinking <laughs> <laughs> they don't have comics no in the New York Times <laughs> <laughs> what 
why, the, why would they not have comics? <laughs> yeah, no, really? Like Marble Duke? It's <laughs> the best part of any Dondi? newspaper. Yeah. The, the Inquirer probably has comics. Yeah, right? they definitely have comics. Yeah, no, the New York Times is the record of paper. Right. And paper of record and Today, record about papers. This ain't no town talk. No town talk. Yeah. Town talk doesn't have comics. No. It's no. a legitimate paper. All news yeah. and nothing but. Our news. <laughs> What's going on in Sharon Hill? I'm writing an article for town talk. <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy who lives in, over in this other street, and his dog is loud. <laughs> I don't like it. Boston got a new firehouse. All right, anyway. Uh, Dave Matthews will be making his debut appearance on the Country Music Association Awards this year. Dave Matthews for Dave that? Matthews. Yeah, well, he's, he's not a country musician. Why, he's not at all, but he's set to sing a duet. With, That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. With uh, country artist Kenny Chesney on I'm Alive. You know what this award show needs? Soup. Uh, <laughs> a track they recorded together for Chesney's Lucky Old Son album. Uh, the song, which was originally recorded by Willie Nelson, is the current single from Chesney's Greatest Hits, Volume 2. And Matthews isn't the only rock act set to play the award show. Daughtry will team up with Vince Gill on the show, which airs on ABC November 11th at 8 p.m. And then uh, two Over to your left. things. Thank you very mm -hmm. much. Hot right. off the press. Well... No, not really. Uh, not hot off the press. Uh, although a latest uh, announcement that was made, MMR's Gobble Roo, the biggest party night of the year, November 25th, is coming up the night before Thanksgiving. New edition. Uh, yes. We'll start with the uh, the ones you already know about. We, the President of Steve Show, will present David Tell, Greg Giraldo, and Jeffrey Ross at the Tower Theater. Uh, Jackson will be doing his local shots, uh, Automatic Fire, Jealousy Curve, uh, Zelazawa, I hope I'm getting the name of that band right, and Ike at the TLA. And uh, Pierre's going to be with Baru Review at World Cafe Live. And Casey Boy will be hosting Fish uh -huh. at the Wachovia Center. <laughs> Tickets are on sale Saturday at noon, ComcastTix.com. And, in fact, you can go to WMMR.com for all of the ticket information. And also don't forget that on the pit, your chance to win some of the Preston and Steve comedy tickets and Jackson's Local Shot Show or Baru as well. Speaking of Jackson, Local Shots Live is taking place tonight. Doc Watson's 11th Walnut in Center City. Uh, five bucks at the door. MMR VIPs get in free before nine. Uh, and here's what you got to do. Go in to see uh, Long Walk Home, Raised by Fire, Mikey Potato from Local Shots Volume 6, and also Braxton Parker, who was on Local Shots Volume 6. So that's tonight, and uh, we hope that you join him at Doc Watson's. That's what I got in music news for you. The Preston and Steve Show on 93.3 WMMR. So uh, for tomorrow night's game, it's going to be solid, and uh, we are going to have tickets for that to give away tomorrow morning, courtesy of Bud Light. And uh, we should have a couple of pair, and Jackson will have a pair as well. We'll start early and uh, and get it going, but yeah. uh, we're going to try to make it available to everyone who wants a shot at it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, also, a number of things. Uh, Philly's hottest. The voting is up and running for that, for the Halloween mm -hmm. hottie. Uh, WMMR.com. Get that done quickly, because we want to uh, award our winner and have our hottie set for... Um, Halloween. What we're going to start to do is have the turnaround much quicker, so we're going to have more hottest contests throughout the year because we, uh, we're we making some revisions, and mm -hmm. uh, it's cool. I'm, lo I'm looking forward to it. Uh, chainsaw wake-up call. We're doing that next week, too, so mm -hmm. we need uh, candidates. If you know somebody who's a heavy sleeper uh, or you know just uh, has kind of a later start in the morning, uh, get in touch with Marissa. Just uh, email her, marissawmmr.com. Uh, let her know where you are uh, and who the person is and what their sleeping habits are, and we'll get some of our friends from 
some of the great haunted attractions around here uh, to run in and just scare the holy hell out of them. Uh, wake them up in the morning. That'd be and awesome. We'll execute that next week, as well as the Haunted Horror Ride. Haunted Horror Ride! Once again. <coughs> and uh, head down to Club Risque. So uh, we'll have to start getting passengers for that. Busy so. several weeks. And uh, then next thing you know, it's a camp out for hunger happening. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is fall, and we love this time of year. Yep. So a lot going on and a lot to do along with us. And we hope that you will join us for every bit of it. Uh, I want to thank, uh, let me see here. You know what? we got to thank Mumbles for coming in yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, Ed, Ed Bassmaster, uh, who we had a great time with this morning, and <laughs> did he? Did uh, does anybody know if uh, if intern Nick put together the video with Bam or not, or is that going to be? He later was going to edit it, yeah, for us. Okay, because uh, 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 Ed was in character with Bam out in the green room talking to him, and he had he had no clue. He had no he clue. He was yeah. trying to be. He was actually trying to ignore me the whole time, <laughs> and his wife was doing all the talking. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I was looking on uh, Ed's YouTube page a little while ago, and we were looking at uh, at some of the characters that I haven't really seen yet, and. Uh, the hacker is one of them. The hacker, Skippy. Uh, Skippy, it was very creepy. There's a thing if you type in Skippy Stare uh, on uh, on YouTube, you'll get this great video up. And then uh, Caddy Hacker is another one. Caddy Hack. And then uh, who are some of the other characters that you do? Yo yo yo, yo we do always testy on that John. Um, <laughs> You know, keep it real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's Tequila. How you doing? And then uh, who's who's this guy? The, this one? It's Marlon Woods. He's kind of a nervous uh, fellow, but um, he does, you know, the things that he knows of. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see his face. The facial expressions are just priceless. I just wanted to say thank you guys for giving me the uh, opportunity to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and you can go to uh, edbassmaster.com and also youtube.com slash edbassmaster. And we're going to have it. He's going to continue. Can yeah. you be? Can you join us for our Hornet Horror Ride next Friday? I'm just going to sleep in the studio for okay. that Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough is good enough uh, for us. Uh, let me see. Pierre Robert. Yeah. He is here. Yeah. <laughs> Another fabulous day of radio broadcasting. Pierre, did you have a night off last night? Or no, no Bruce last night. That's right. Uh it was last Monday, them crooked vultures. Yeah. Last Tuesday and Wednesday, Bruce had Thursday off. Friday and Saturday the AIDS walk. Monday, Tuesday, Bruce. I don't know after. No, today's Tuesday. <laughs> Sleepy time now. It's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday, Bruce. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. I got to go back tonight. Oh, tonight. Okay. And last so night we heard he did uh, Jungle Land. Uh, yeah, he did All of Born to Run again last night. And what was, uh, uh, I, you know, addition to the crowd surfing, <laughs> he had a little boy sing uh, uh, Waiting on a Sunny Day last night, which was hysterical because he, he came to the edge of the stage and uh, this kid held up a sign says, I know all the words. And I guess that's the key to bringing his attention. Um, and so he took his wireless mic and threw it. Uh, right. Because the, the edge of the stage, the little runway ended. And there's no way. That's <laughs> 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 good. That's really good. Because if he had thrown it to me, that would have been exactly what had happened. Um, but he threw it to this kid, and the kid caught it, caught the wireless mic, the live wireless mic in wow. front of a full house at the Spectrum, jumped right into the song, did the entire song, and then there's a part where Clarence Clemens does a sax solo right after. So uh, the cue is, 
Take it, big man. The yeah. kid finishes the thing. Bruce brings the band down real low, and and he finishes waiting on a sunny day, and the kid goes, take it, big man. <laughs> and the That's big great. man starts doing it, and the kid threw the mic back. Bruce, Bruce. caught it. And continued on. It was blank and brilliant. Wow! It went. I just roar. I've got. I've got some tape of that. We'll play. And then the highlight last night was they do requests from the audience at at a various time, and people hold up all these signs that they've made, and um, and then at one point someone must have held up uh, uh, Elvis Presley. Uh, what was it? All shook up or something? Yeah. And he goes, oh, I don't know. And they actually had to work on it for like a minute or two. And they're going, No, that key. No, that key. That key. And they start into the Elvis song. And he goes, don't we have the king in the house? And there's this huge, fat Elvis <laughs> in the in the pit who climbs up on the runway, and which was not an easy feat for Mr. Elvis. Yeah. And went up, and lo and behold, sang with Bruce. That is cool. And, we have uh, apparently video of it up on the screens here. Oh, in the studio. no That's way! Awesome. That's, That's awesome! awesome. Oh, was he wearing like the light blue? He was wearing the whole Elvis outfit. Light blue jumpsuit. He was wearing the whole Elvis outfit, oh, and and at one gosh. point he's on the lower stage, but then at one point he turns to Bruce and he goes, "Take it, Bruce!" And, and Bruce t <laughs> Bruce looks okay, you know, because Bruce is giving him his yeah. wireless mic as well. Bruce does a little guitar solo, and then he starts going into uh, blue suede shoes, the the fake Elvis. Wow! And then at some point Bruce goes back and takes the microphone. And he goes, "Elvis has left the building." Yeah. <laughs> you know, all right, buddy. <laughs> Before we bring the cane on, yeah. you got to get off. But um, it was it was like nothing I've ever ever <laughs> seen before. That's totally amazing. dressed in Elvis gear. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I guess it's on YouTube now. So, <sighs> and I I kid you not. And Bruce says only in Philly. Yeah, uh, and that was the third of four nights at this. Man, that's amazing! What an amazing! So, I, I are these? I hope these shows are being videotaped or. At least for posterity. Filmed would be yeah. awesome. Uh, you know what? I haven't heard anything about that. I mean, why would you pass on that, especially when you're talking the demise of a uh, yeah. beloved venue here in uh, Philadelphia? And well, I know that, that you know they have cameras rolling so yeah. that, so that the uh, people in the back can see on the screen. So they, there may be some capturing of it somewhere. But, I mean, it was so cool because... Wow. Uh, this Elvis guy was just amazing. It's cool. Oh my God, it was so much fun. And tonight he's going to do all of Born in the USA. We'll do a workforce block later on. And a few tickets remain. And as I've been saying for the last few days, miss it at your own risk. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, are you just going to collapse after tonight? Is it, are there, is there more after tonight? I think ACDC's tomorrow. It I, is. I, yeah. I, I may pass on ACDC. <laughs> Cause that's how I feel right now. I believe it, man. Uh, all right, well, we do need a letter. If we yes. can squeeze one of those out of you, that you would be bet. great. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Oh, as in, oh, my God, you got to go see the last night of Bruce tonight. All right, and we do have for you, not Bruce tickets, but we do have a pair of tickets to every single Pearl Jam show that's going to be closing oh. out the Spectrum period, the 27th, 28th, 30th, and 31st. So you'll get four pair of tickets to the final show ever at the unbelievable spectrum. So we give that away on Friday. We're just a few letters away from that. Uh, I need to thank our sponsors today. Uh, are they a sponsor? Is that what I'm saying? Or uh, No, just a quick mention. Oh, uh, you know what? Yes, because, uh, you know, the Game X. Uh, the Expo. Uh, which is coming up at the uh, Media Expo. This weekend. Yep, it's at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. Uh, you can text the word guitar to 39333. You'll be entered to win a $4,000 Gibson Les Paul guitar. And uh, we're going to pick that winner on Thursday. 
Thursday. So uh, make sure that you do that. And you can go to Game Expo, uh, which is uh, Game XPO. Uh, dot us uh, for ticket information and all that stuff and there's a there's a rock band two tournament featuring ten thousand dollars in prizes too uh, that's crazy <laughs> no i know uh, uh, that by the way is Brittany, one of our calendar girls with another girl i guess another girl, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a tv commercial <laughs> that's crazy is that currently airing yeah apparently okay yeah. on youtube on youtube all right yeah. so anyhow we have the link uh, oh my god She's so funny. Uh, anyhow, take a look at it on the website. Uh, yes, Casey. Can I just do a quick mention? Thank you to uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I want to mention that they do have a cancer awareness night Saturday, October 24th. Uh, they're playing against the Panthers, and Alex's lemonade stand will be set up at uh, all of the entrances, by the way. Okay, cool. So there. Okay. Let me thank the sponsor, Stephen Singer Jewelers, the other corner of 8th and Walnut, or IHateStevenSinger.com, and also brought to you by Progressive, making insurance better. Visit Progressive.com today. And also Lippman Jewelers for an amazing selection of diamond engagement shop uh, Littman Jewelers today. And uh, Pierre, anything else you want to hit on the show? There today? is more. We'll get to uh, I've got some flashbacks of last night's show in addition to the block we'll do in the noon hour. Uh, and I'll get to some Tom Petty for his birthday today in a workforce block and a block of Pearl Jam to get us uh, prepared for the beginning of their arrival next week. All right, cool. It should be a wonderful day. Uh, and on tomorrow's show, uh, by the way, thanks to Bam Margera for stopping yes. by today. And listener Joe for coming by and getting his awesome tattoo. On tomorrow's show, we have uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very uh, cool. I'm not familiar with her. Uh, she's very cute. She was in uh, that movie Euro Trip. She was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh, okay. She's uh, on a new medical show. Yep. What's the name of that show? Is it, is it Trauma? No, not Trauma. Trauma's on Monday nights. It's yeah. Emergency. Right. It's like it's Emergency. emergency. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we'll find out before tomorrow. I promise you that. And also, uh, we have a couple pair of Phil's tickets. Ooh, to give yes. Courtesy of Bud Light. So I promise you, you'll have your chance uh, to win that tomorrow. And I had an IM for this, so... I just wanted to hit that one more time. And by the way, Mumbles, can you say farewell to the gang or anything before we wrap up here? Hey, Cowboy Sean Mamaro. All right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Awesome, man. Thank you, guys. Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. So I'm wondering, who really determined that it was a great idea to give every on this road a driver's license? $26, bump into a few cones, and you got it, buddy. Go crash into something. Have a good old time. Next message. Jimmy effing Rollins, baby. Coming back from the most amazing effing game. World Champion! Next message. So I look at Bambi cleaning, and the Disney is now shutting us down for copyright infringement and all this bullshit. You sucker. I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.